Pledging to Phi Gamma Delta Lambda Nu Chapter is about more than just joining a fraternity. It's tradition, camaraderie, community, integrity, knowledge. Fiji is not for college days alone. It's a lifelong brotherhood of courageous leaders who serve the world with vision, purpose, and the best that is within them. Pledge Fiji. More FIGAM, less self. See more at Fiji.org. That's F-I-J-I dot org. At Cole's Friends and Family Sale, the back-to-school savings add up with an extra 20% off. Save on Skechers for the family. Girls stretch jeggings, just $12. And save on an Instant Pot and luggage. Plus, take an extra 10% off home. Plus, everyone gets Kohl's cash. Plus, free Amazon returns now at all Kohl's stores. This weekend at Kohl's. Offers valid July 25th through 28th. 20% with promo code SHOPFAMILY. 10% off home with promo code HOMEDEAL10. Some exclusions apply. See store or Kohl's.com for details. The Masters is back. Stream all four days from Augusta and get every second of big swinging, glorious setting, career besting, water splashing, record breaking, tiger taming, Rory winning, maybe eagle making, green jacketing, golf glory you could ask for. Grab a Now TV Sky Sports Week Pass and watch all four days of the Masters for just 15 euro. Search Now TV today. Content streamed via the internet, full terms at nowtv.com. Meanwhile, we're going to get to the point spreads, too. But we should probably... Do we need to go for another break? Are no. we going to go long? Are we already at the top of the hour? No, no, no. We no, still we're have we're about it. 27 minutes. Oh, okay. Yeah. I was going to say, I know time's flying when we do okay. these shows. Okay, I just wanted to make sure. I don't have a clock on. Where's your Joy Joy watch, Robin? Um, you gave it to Blake Sims. I, yeah, we gave it to Blake Sims. I gave Blake Sims my Joy Joy No, watch. you left your Joy Joy back in Philly. Everyone I gave it. you mine, my, okay. and then you gave mine to Blake. It's like regifting. It's like when people get crazy. The Home Depot Days of Doing Bath and Kitchen event is going on now with everything you need to let the savings flow. Like the Moen Genta 4-inch faucet in brush nickel finish for just 99 bucks. It combines a contemporary modern design with a spot-resistant finish for a beautifully clean look in your bathroom. Today is the day for doing and stylish updates at the Home Depot Days of Doing Bath and Kitchen event going on now. The Home Depot. More saving. More doing. Offer valid through October 5th while supplies last. Christmas gifts, and then they, it's not that they don't like it. They may have another one, and then they give it to somebody else. It so happens. we're regifting. That shows you what kind of a giver I am. Right. I gave my watch. We'll literally rock. give you the watch off his wrist. Yes. Yeah, you will. And, and that's the thing is when, you, when you're working with great companies and you have the stuff and access to it, you're always giving it away. And it's just it's kind of annoying. Sometimes I go home, and I have, like, my boy shorts on, and that's it, you know. And I have given pants off of my I – I used to leave the tag on. And I would, I've sold them off of my actual body already. Yeah, I pulled the tag off of these, so you're not getting these yeah. back. These Paisley, these, what are these called again? Pimp and Paisley. You're a pimp, pimp and Paisley. And you're in Paisley, so you're a pimp and Paisley. Pimp now, this, and Paisley. this does not match my outfit at all. Well, oh, it as sure does. You, no, if that you see pimp. me from the waist up, then it does. But as soon as you put the Paisley together with it, it's not a little. But I'll, I'll put this one on. What is that one now, Robin? What's this we'll one? Call, what is that? It's, it's sort like, of like a modern art pink and purple kind of thing. Let it's me really see. cool. Let's go to our art museum correspondent, a man who knows fine art when he sees it, and fine women, and fine wine, Mr. Luigi Curto. Let me take a look at that. Let me see. Wait, wait. I'm, I'm putting it in front of it. It's like, oh, that's, I, that's got like a, like a Marcel Duchamp des, descending staircase going that right is there. Great. That, that's what wow. that is. Right. That is fantastic. Look at you. Right there. No, that's, that's really that's nice. Let's add another category to this podcast that brings you that nothing else does in a sports world. Art knowledge. Yes. We're talking about the, the classics, the masters. It's not exactly like... Not Sabat the masters at Augusta, the tradition unlike any other. No, no, no. no, no. Not, that, not that one. 
But that hello, friends. It's uh, hello. <laughs> <laughs> that's, no, it's nice. It really You're is. It's, it's, like, it's like a Duchamp kind of thing. It's it's like a descending staircase. It's it's beautiful, man. Wasn't he? Didn't he play for the Montreal Canadiens? Marcel Duchamp. Duchamp I'm pretty Marcel sure he did. Yeah. I think he was a defenseman. Yeah. Actually, the Flyers will be hosting him and honoring him tomorrow night. <laughs> <laughs> Your voice the Flyers the... beat those Tampa Bay Lightning. They did beat yeah. the Tampa Bay Lightning. Yep. All right, we got, are we ready to make the selection? Well, people have asked. People have asked, Tony. They said that. Uh, I know because uh, Nunzio is calling and he wants the action. It's getting it's getting late. It's time, getting it's, close to the two, as we say, and they at the track. Post time. It's you got to get your parlays in. You got to get your teasers in. Damn right. You got to get your reverses you in. Get your popcorn ready, because it is. Sunday, wild card weekend in the National Football League. I am coming off an absolutely scorching, blazing. All the ice and snow have melted as a result of the, the heat that I have generated with these selections. The Even Scott Sterner, a man who purports himself to be a football insider, who has access to every site, who knows where the money goes, who knows what the sharps are on, who knows what the whales are doing. Because he has nine cell phones going know, at once. Nine <laughs> that's, cell why, that's why. He still has pagers. Yes, he does. Back yeah. in the day. He's going, no, beat me. What? <laughs> beat yeah. you. Yeah, sometimes me. I vibrate walking down the street. <laughs> I, I look like I'm having a seizure. <laughs> Even these people who claim to be insiders are not the kind of insiders that I have. Nobody has this kind of knowledge, Scott. Have no, I, I not mean, dazzled you with my selections? Anybody who didn't tune in earlier, if, if you heard that it was a very long soundbite, but uh, <laughs> I mean, he nailed every part. It's like he saw the games ahead of time, which... It's like they, the Nostradamus yeah. of uh, pro football. Yeah. It, was, it, it was really dead is. On. Dead on. It, was dead, it was absolutely dead on. And if there's anybody at this table who didn't use your picks, who wagered, they're kind of crazy. And they're probably broke. Because, you know, I love, I love Jose. He went with both dogs. And I said, no, yesterday was not going to be the dog day afternoon. And Luigi wow. split. And Luigi said, went against me and said, Detroit, they're on par. No, they're not. You would think Luigi would know by now. I'm trying to rub off some of my expertise to Luigi. He ain't rubbing off anything on me, homeboy. I'm trying to give him the kind of thought processes that allow you to become at the next it's level. It's my own damn fault. I went, I went against the king, and then I lost. It's not Damn a big right, deal, man. man. And, and Tony will admit when he's not good at something. Oh, no. I'm, no I, I, yes, I do. When I make no. bad picks, I trash myself harder than anybody. No, but what I'm saying, like he, like, okay. like the whole lottery thing, he says, don't don't have me around. Don't that's let me luck. do anything. That's, uh, that's all that is. No accountability. Remember, night, no accountability. Tony, when we talked about the game yesterday, did I not break it down and give you legitimate reasons why I, th why I thought and believe that Detroit could actually hang with them. And none of those things happened. Because why? Because they let Thomas Rawls run rickshaw all over them. Rough shot, too. Rough rickshaw. Shot. No, <laughs> Sorry. no, none of that happened because you were wrong. No, none of that happened because as I saw the week before and I suggested when we broke it down, it's so against the Green Bay Packers, a division rival, they did not look ready for the moment. You know I, I, I feel like Hulk Hogan taking on like Axe and Smash every time I come on this program. <laughs> it's, it's, it's like one on a tag team you every could be, time. You could be right. And when you're right, I give you love. When you're wrong, I'm not ripping you for being wrong. I'm wrong a lot. Look, I'm just telling you that when I gave you, not only would Detroit lose, they would be beaten down. I said it would be a biblical beatdown. And what did I that say? That was a biblical beatdown, was say? it not? I said, I'm sorry, and I'll have the juice for you tomorrow. You don't have to be sorry. And I apologize. You don't have to be sorry. I'm wrong a lot, but not when it comes, when you, when you take <laughs> the game up. When you get to playoffs, this isn't like fantasy where you're, you can get rid of your guy. You have, to have, you have to be ready. You have to be perfect every weekend. You're right. You can't take a stiff and hope that he comes up and has a big game. You can't take... What's it, Michael Crabtree, unless you're betting under a certain number of catches, which people did with prop bets the, the, yesterday. The yardage right? totals and everything. Yeah. Yardage total, how many catches would he have? That's guessing. That's guessing. 
telling people that the point spread is wrong and that that line will be, at, you're not even going to think about a possibility of losing this game. When you call for a double-digit 21-point beatdown, and if not for Hauschka, Stephen Hauschka, it would have been exactly a 21-point beatdown, right, Dean? Off the right crossbar. Because it was a 20-point win, and I was mad at Stephen Hauschka for missing an extra point, preventing me from nailing it dead on in a 21-point biblical NFL playoff beatdown. That's what this is about. It's not about just saying, I like this team, like these talking heads do on TV, and they don't give you a point spread. It's easy to pick games straight up. You pick games with the numbers. Absolutely, man. This is an, op- this is an office pool. for years about the difference between straight up picking and point spread picking. Robin finally understands point spread picking, cotton picking, <laughs> and strawberry picking at the winter strawberry capital of the world. Where is that, Robin? Uh, par- uh, Plant City. There you go. See that? Jump is called a Park City, I did. Utah. I, 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 I had, after talking to Holly, I had Utah on the brain. Yeah. So the line now, let me get the very freshest, latest, Luigi Curto inspired outs. Because Luigi's on his phone now, too. I'm, try, I'm trying to he, pull the trying to get action. He was jonesing yesterday because he did not have local action. He did not have the go-to number that you need to have. on it. No, he had Dean. Dean was offering, Luigi. You did not listen yeah, to but Dean. Yeah, I, I didn't want to. I'm not going to lay action back and forth with a guy I'm, I'm kind of hanging out with all day long. It's, 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 it's awkward what if do one of us Dean loses. you think Dean does? That's all he does. No, because if I lose today, I don't got to see the bookie until next week. Man. It's, <laughs> I, I got to party with Dean, man. When drinks get involved, you know. Dean will front. If, if you win, Dean will front you the cash, right? By the way. Yes. You pick on Dean a lot. Good I love nature. Dean. When I, I pick know you on do. you, that means I love you. But I, we have to give Dean props. We're going to give him major he did, love? He did something last night that you thought he was making up, but you had to admit that his cornhole abilities were... Well, you know, guys brag. Guys yeah. brag about their ability well, all the time. Oh, I did this. Like Luigi, I'm a championship boxer. I'm an MMA. I'm not, I was a well, tennis, about, professional yeah, tennis and player. And I also spanked you in, in, in cornhole, yes, too. Yes, you did. Because it was cold, and I can't play. Cornhole's not a cold-weather game. I'm, no. not, I'm not bragging about anything, but when you question, and, some, and I throw facts behind it, i got no, something i got to put and people you in place, and I We're not you talking about you love. right now. We're talking about so Dean. Dean. So our buddy, yeah. our buddy Danny, Danny from Orlando, yeah, right? Danny Dow. Danny, Danny Dow makes cornhole professional board. cornhole boards. The and best his, cornhole boards I have. And so whenever you tell somebody, this guy, so Dean comes over, and I introduced him to Danny. I said, Dean, this is Danny Dowd. This guy is one of the greatest cornhole players. His boards are as, as absolutely brilliant and perfect as you can ever imagine. They're and, like the Rolls Royce. Well, wait a minute, wait a minute. I'm, I'm a, I win all these tournaments here in Tampa. And then they started mentioning names, and they both knew these guys who were the great, great cornhole players. They're here in this area. Yeah, They're all Tampa here. Bay yeah, and Tony, you, know, you take stuff from Dean with a grain of salt, let's be honest. Yeah. And well, you so, don't follow him anywhere in the car, that's for sure. I'm <laughs> exactly. never doing that. Yeah. His, so, his local knowledge is so bad, but his like, cornhole knowledge and, and is Danny, great. Danny had already loaded up the boards. He was ready to go home, and we're like... Danny, you got to pull him back out again. We, we have to see. You have, Dean has to be able to prove. Yeah, we pulled a Lee Corso. Not so fast, my friend. Exactly. Get those back out of here. So, the, so, so now it's dark. So yeah. on the front lawn of this beautiful house we're staying in, in Wellsboro, in the neighborhood. Of With the, the acorns of fallen. Acorns and, 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 and uh, Oh, yeah, they're hitting us in the head. There's we needed helmets. <laughs> these things are dangerous. So yeah, they're, they're, when it starts getting windy, all these things start falling. you got to wear a helmet. <laughs> You gotta wear a hard hat. But we yeah, the vultures circling this morning. The vultures are in the trees. The peacocks are on the ground, matriculating the football. But we digress. The, the p- important part was. So it they was take the cornhole bar, balls, bar, uh, boards. boards out and the bags, and it's cold out. 
you know, it was, it was cold. And it started getting dark. So we couldn't play in the dark. So then, so then so Dean shows up, and he says, oh, I'm, I'm a, I beat this guy, and I'm a champion. I have my own league. And then and Danny doesn't brag. He just says, hey, this is what I do. I make boards. And then he says, I, got, I make better boards. And it became one of those things. Or I know guys who make better boards. So, so he, he takes him out. Danny takes him back out of his car, one board, puts it down on a dark driveway, and we couldn't see anything. Nope. And then Dean and Danny started throwing bags, and they were both phenomenal. I mean, it was crazy. I knew Danny was phenomenal. And I, I played golf with Dean. You know, Dean's one of those guys who likes to talk himself up. And then he talked the talk, <laughs> but he walked the he walk. He did. He walked the so walk. So then Luigi comes outside. And Luigi, of course, you know, was cold. So he had, like, parkas on and uh, hoodies and gloves and <laughs> no, I didn't, rubbers man. and all the other things on. All the rubbers he brings with him everywhere he goes. Well, I mean, you got to be safe. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> so, then, so then Dean, so then Luigi says, let me get some bags. I'm damn good at this. You know, and Luigi says he's damn good at everything. Right. And he comes out, and I start throwing a couple bags, and I was, I was way off. And I, plus, we were throwing uphill. Yeah. And it was cold, and the wind was blowing. I was throwing into a headwind. I so I needed feel my hands. And I hadn't played cornhole in a year. A year ago, January, in Sonoma, California, was the last time I threw a bag. Yep, that is correct. And Luigi plays more often than I do, and he's young, and he's, you know, he went out there, and he was brilliant. Luigi was brilliant. He was smoking me on the boards. Smoking me. Well, he's the so, greatest lefty I've ever seen, Dean. Dean was. is an absolutely phenomenal corn. We have to put together a professional team. When I'm not, not out, we when do. I'm not out looking for Sang, I want to become a professional. I'm hustling cornhole. cornhole. Well, we we actually <laughs> we, talked about it last night. So we got to have a Dumic. cornhole. There's cornholes get, it's blowing up all over. Well, the country. I'll tell you, we we actually dress and they are part of our our <laughs> all team. Over the, the guys who <laughs> they won on ESPN fifty thousand dollars. It was it was on TV. It's a big deal now. We have we dress all the best. They're all here, and I think we put. We put Dean on the team. I think yeah, so. Yeah, Dean. Dean's going to be another team we want. Well, we we are going to have a cornhole championship play. We're going to have the the team, so the Tony Bruno team and the Steve Dumick team. Well, no, this is second Tampa. place. Yeah. I'm letting him, him Wait, come let's on get to Dean talk. In here. About I got to get this. Right. I got to get this cornhole. Goodbye up to there. everybody out there. Dean's got a trophy here, right? And it says Tampa Bay Club Sport Hole a Day Classic Cornhole Tournament. December 7, 2008. This is ancient history, man. But you see, I still can throw. Second place. And, and how many teams were in this tournament? There was... Four! No, there was more <laughs> than four. No, there was, there was um, I believe it was 64 minimum. There was at least 64 A field of 64. Teams. He ran through his own wow. March Madness. March was, Madness, baby. He's a paper dandy. He's a PTP. <laughs> and your buddy there who makes the boards. Uh -huh. That's Danny I, Dowd, not Danny. my buddy. That's your buddy, too. That's everyone's that's buddy. right. Danny, Danny, I said to Danny, I said... Have you ever heard of Matt Guy? He goes, yeah, I've heard of him. I said, yeah, well, he's the reason I got a second-place trophy. He's the world's greatest cornhole player. He does not miss. Everyone he throws goes in the hole. Wow. Everyone. It's unbelievable. It's, it's just sick. And he's got, like, you know, at the time, back then in 2008. Well, Danny son, plays with this guy all the right, time. Yes, and he's, he's the world champion, and that's, who, that's why that's a second-place trophy and not a first-place trophy. Exactly. Because that's, that's 2008. We knew as soon as, we, as soon as, like, we walked up and we seen the field and we were playing, we, we sized up people we knew, you know, we said, we should be all right here. And then all of a sudden, Matt Guy walks in the room. And we just said we're playing for second place. Just sort of like Larry Bird in the three-point shootout. Exactly. He, he told the whole bench, who's playing for second? <laughs> That's great. <laughs> so, Luigi, we got to get, like, I got to get a bocce league going because I'm world champion bocce. I've won championships. I got trophies yeah. and hardware to prove it. Congratulations. I got videotaped to prove it. So I don't just talk the talk. I've walked the walk. And that's the difference. When you have physical proof of your greatness, you, you can't lie to people. You can't, when you have trophies in your case, when you got hardware, you can't BS people. 
right? Absolutely. I don't have any hardware in cornhole. I play. I, I never said I was a great. I was pretty good. I was pretty good. Did I ever say I was great? I said I was good. Dean has a Boston Bruin one, which proves he's a loser, first of all. Yeah, exactly. Those boards are phenomenal. That's a beautiful board. But Danny's boards are phenomenal as well. Yeah, absolutely. Danny plays four Danny's nights a week. Danny's boards are a top shelf. It's, it's, absolutely. It's not just the boards, though, but the, the bag itself, the wrapping of the his bag, bag he don't hold, is he incredible. Corn husk in his. his he, right. uses, he uses resin. imported from North Carolina. A special kind of... It's no, his, it's his it's the bags. The, the fabric he uses for his bags, they, they give you the optimum slide yes. that you need. Well, it's a, actually, it's, it's a perfect. two-sided bag where one has a grip to it yes. and one has a slide, depending on the boards, because there are different types of boards when you show up to these And the thrower and the kind so, of shot wait, you wait, want, wait, too. Wait, 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 You're trying to tell me that when you're throwing, you can actually choose what it's like side bowling it's going to land on? Yeah, it's like bowling yes. alleys. The lanes change, and you got to have the right spin. Okay. you got to have the if right that slide. That would not be me. If you, if throw, you got a real I would not be board, able to choose. If you got a real slippery board, you want to use the side of the bag that has a grip. If you don't, you use the other side. And see, add, I add usually corn prefer hole. a slippery board. Well, who doesn't? Absolutely. The slippery board gets the grease. But anyway, my, I, 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 my I peacock is always looking for the cornhole board. Exactly. So here it is. We're not just talking about guys playing cornhole in the backyard. We're talking world-class cornhole on this show. ESPN 8, the Ocho, right here, baby. Exactly right. Exactly. Because we witnessed last night three top-shelf. Well, not just the well, vodka we were th- drinking, th- the Tito's th- top-shelf. Dino, all, all kidding aside, these guys, they can throw, man. They, oh, they absolutely. Can, they, they can throw. And, no, and Dean, Dean Danny, was dazzling. And I didn't know because I know a lot about Dean. I know about honestly, his golf game. And I hadn't picked up a bag in at least and eight Danny, months. Danny well, I just saw you pick up a couple bags once yeah, in a well, while when we were in Saute. <laughs> we ain't talking plastic now and the paper. Fun place. Here we go again. And D- Danny does something that's pretty cool. He, t- he tosses completely flat-footed. So yes. it's all arm. You see me. I got the, uh, like the guy. You, you know got the, the South Philly lean, bro. You <laughs> know how the bowlers do the whole thing with the, you know, the crotch and the uh, socket? And got bowling guys now have all this flamboyancy. I don't just get up. I get up there and I do the... The sides. Uh, uh, Tony, Tony looks like like Kobe Bryant taking a jump shot after he's done. He's fading back. He's doing it's hysterical, man. It's he looks hysterical. like he's trying to qualify for Dancing it, with the Stars. Exactly. He misses the board by seven feet, but he's still I dancing. I never like missed the board by nah. seven feet, nah. man. Don't pass misinformation on this journalism show. Uh, okay, two meters. I'm sorry. These guys in college sports <laughs> now they care about facts and information too. And I'm they don't want to hear facts. any BS here, lies. Are you guys going on now soon over there, college sports now? No, not yet. You're on TuneIn Radio there, right? We're on, tune, we're on TuneIn, We're too. on TuneIn, too. I know. College Sports Now. You can follow them at CS Now Tweets. And uh, Facebook is College Sports Now. It's uh, forward slash College Sports Now, right? Do you guys talk college sports at all? <laughs> Do you talk cornholing at all on your show? Well, okay. Well, see, we got world-class cornholers here, too, man. We're not just covering the, the champion. I always, I always want to call it the BCS championship, even though it hasn't been for a while. Hey, we're not just what? covering the biggest While events. While we're waiting for our next guest. Who's our next I, guest? Um, Ian Fitzsimmons. I heard of that guy. He's going to be coming on shortly, but he's over there at series right now. We should get want somebody from College Sports now. They should come on. Uh, they're, they're busy, man. They're doing you know, research. We, you know what we could do? We could, we could give Tony's playoff picks that yeah, we were supposed to tease about 20 minutes ago before we, we started Dean here. Ready, he was ready to come over. No, we have Dean. we got to give these picks because we can't go That's deep true. overtime here because the game's going to start soon. We're right? already at 11.50. Is it 11.50? Uh, tw- um, no, I'm sorry. Well, we got an hour before kickoff, yeah. so we're good. Okay. All right, Dean, I'm going to let you go because I let Jose go yesterday. And I love Jose, but he was 0 for 2 going double dogs, and the double dogs were not the play yesterday. What do we have now? Well, today... Let's get some music in here, Luigi. I need some college... First of all, you're playing Fox yesterday. Fox didn't have the game. It was NBC and ESPN. It's all I had loaded, Tony. All right, man. you got to get the right networks, man. You don't want to confuse people. 
But anyway, give me some football music. You can even give me Alabama music at this point for all I care. <laughs> it seems to me that what's the, what'd you say the spread in the Pittsburgh game was up to? It's now up to eleven and a half. It opened at ten. It went up the Vegas consensus now, which is a compilation of all the books: Westgate, MGM Grand, William Hill, Win, uh, CG Technology, and Stations, and Sportsbook EG. All around eleven and a half right now. Eleven. Some play. Win has it at the twelve. Johnny Avello has it up to twelve at Win Las Vegas. All right. So obviously it's it's climbing. That's so good. That's, that's the kind of football bre- breakdown that we love on the so show. Obviously it's climbing. It's climbing. And so I think it's climbing way too high. I think if Miami can run the ball with a die, with a Jaye, with Jaye, whatever. Jay, a Jaye. Well, a die is Joseph a die, former Indianapolis Colt running back. He can't run it. That's back good. when the Colts were good, I think. Yes, he was they there, were yeah. decent. Yeah. <laughs> I will take the points, even if it's frozen tundra. It's not going to be that frozen. It's going to be cold, but not frozen. And the Miami Dolphins in that game. I just think that, you know, I hear you keep on saying, oh, Miami, does, you know, they play in Miami. They, don't, they play in New England. They play in the Jets. It, they play in cold weather, Tony. The Miami so, Dolphins have not been in the playoffs for seven years. I don't care about the playoffs. They're, they're kind of, yeah, playoffs matter. They travel to New England every year in December. So what? But they don't, and, but so they they don't win. They beat weather. Pittsburgh. They trounce them earlier. Does that mean they're going to trounce them again? Most people think they're going to lose by double digits. The, the Sharps playoffs. think they're going to lose by double digits. Playoffs? I don't think they're going to lose by double digits. I don't either. So. I, think, I, I, I think they have a better chance of hanging in this game than the stinking Detroit Lions did in yesterday's game. Exactly. But I don't think they have it. I don't think there's any way they win this game. No, I don't either. I'm saying uh, take the points. 11 and a half points. I'm taking the points. points. I'm giving you the first dog. The average game in the NFL is usually three to four points at the end of the game. Correct. They're they're close. And so you're going to give me double digits. I'm going to take them. I'm going to take the double digits, too. I'm going to take the 12. I'll take 11 and a half. Okay. Listen, Pittsburgh's good. But here's what's interesting to note. And now I can't find the stats. Did you see the numbers? From the great Mike Tomlin, let me give you a little inside information. Mike Tomlin is six and five straight up, ouch, in the playoffs. But here's the here's the most important thing: since their Super Bowl loss six years ago in the playoffs, Mike Tomlin is one and four straight up, oh four and one against the spread. Wow, that's the last six years. Even 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 Scott. It's got to be dazzled by these numbers. Did you know that? Mike Tomlin's 1-4 straight up, 0-4-1 against the spread in his last five playoff games for the Pittsburgh Steelers. And the Pittsburgh Steelers have never been an 11-point favorite in a playoff game, except back when, when Terry Bradshaw was playing and he beat Vince Farragamo in that Super Bowl out in L.A. where I was hanging on and had the points and the Rams, and then stinking Terry Bradshaw busted the number later and covered. Pittsburgh, not a strong double-digit favorite. And as good as they are and as good as they played this year and the weapons that they have with Le'Veon Bell you know, and Antonio Brown and, and Ben Roethlisberger, I'm telling you right now, they are not a covering machine. And they're laying 11 and a half points and Too they're 0-4 and 1 against the spread in their last five playoff games? That's because a lot of people buy into the whole it's it's Miami going up to p- play Pittsburgh in the cold but kind of thing. But right no, about Miami this. They, play, they play in cold. That's, right. That's what I'm saying. They're and play- they're seeing, they just seen like a week ago that Miami got beat by New England, so obviously thinking Miami stinks. You know, that's, that's how the, Miami, the listen, does. Miami's going to have a tough time because I don't care if they play up in New England and Buffalo. They're not playing in a playoff game. Most of these guys don't even. Matt Moore is the only guy with playoff experience, and he's mediocre. His job is not to make mistakes, Correct. Matt Moore. 
Because Ryan Tannehill's not playing. Right. When did Matt Moore become this legendary postseason quarterback? No, Miami's but Miami's defensive line is pretty very stout. good. They pretty are. Stout. And that's what's going to keep him in the game. And they had to run the football. Jay Ajay is not running for 205 yards today. He's no. not running for 205 yards. If he runs between 75 and 100, they're going to win the damn win game. game. Yeah. Absolutely. But they're not. I don't think they are. That's why I'm taking the Miami Dolphins plus 11 and a half as a stone cold guaranteed lock. The dean of college football is with me. Luigi, are you with me? I'm with you. You're right. taking the dog. I'm with you. It's a triple dog guaranteed lead pipe. Do we have the lead pipe locked and I loaded? You, you, I think you have it on, on your on your. Tablet I know, but I got time. my latest Vegas information insider. No, no. Luigi's not going to make the same mistake twice. He's going with you, Tony. <laughs> it's not even that. It's <laughs> no, I, 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 smart football. I was saying lines, it to me no. yesterday. I yeah, love he, it. Yeah, he was. He, was he doesn't like it. He I, lo- it. I love it. I actually think Miami has a chance to steal the game. I think they can win. So the second game, the second game now, later on this afternoon, the four thirty start is your Green Bay Packers, where it is absolutely frozen tundra and yes, beyond. The temperature is going to be nine. The wind chill is going to be like 10 below. This is the real frozen. When they talk about frozen tundra, this is frozen tundra. And the Green Bay Packers against the New York Giants. And here's the factor that everybody's concerned about. Eli Manning's postseason record, 7-0. and And the line in this game, Dean, you have the latest, freshest information on I this I have one? it. What's the latest, freshest, hot out the kitchen? Well, no. start, start out at three and a half. It's now up to five. So Green Bay, five. Actually, it's up to five and a half now. The five and a half Vegas consensus. Very fresh out the kitchen right now on VegasInsider.com. Five and a half. And with that, we shall say, Tony, you're correct about Eli Manning, 7-0. I'm the, correct. What do you think I just throw the Giants out? are 9-0 in their last nine playoff road games. Exactly. I'm taking the Giants They outright. are 10-1 against the spread in their last 11 playoff games. The New York Giants will go into Green Bay and, and win this game out. Correct. Right. Yep. We all agree, I think. Not only do you want to take the points, you want to bet the money line. Yep. All What's day the long, money man? line on this game right now? Let's go to our gambling degenerates. Got started with the latest on the money line. And who the uh, whales and who the sharps and who the public like. Wait a minute. Come on over here and get on the damn mic. The Giants aren't minus anything. Turn no, that out the Giants are plus. I need the latest money line action. Uh, I sound like one of those degenerate Saturday morning Vegas guys who are telling you to call their 900 number for the latest inside information. The Giants, it's dropping a little bit, but it's still, you're getting plus 195. Plus, plus 195 on the money line. What, what are you laying with Green Bay on the money line? What's the Green Bay money line? Minus 230. 235. Minus 235, Green Bay. Plus, what is it for uh, the Giants? Two, it just went to plus 200. Plus so two, 200? Two to, two to one odds. So the Giants. So Jose yesterday should have came in today with the and double went dog. with the double dog. Yep. Yep. You know what? As great as Green Bay's played, and, Brent, and, and I'll tell you what, he, he talked the talk and he walked the walk. Aaron Rodgers yes, about we're going to run the table when people were laughing at them. And he did. And they started with the Eagles, and when they boat race the Eagles. Remember that game? Like most teams did this season. But that's when that was the first of the games where he had to come in and absolutely run the table. And they ran the table. But I'm telling you, the Giants, even though Eli has not looked good at times down the stretch, throwing some dumb, he had the Eli face too much, the Eli face only applies in regular season. 
Eli's face does not apply in postseason. Yeah, yes. it, 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 when it comes to Lambeau in the postseason, it has nothing to do with Eli's face. All about Eli's arm. And that man is kryptonite to Lambeau Field. And he's going to go in there and he's going to beat them. You know how they talk about teams that can flip a switch? Yeah. You know, it, it, I don't like that. But the New York Giants, can, see, when man. it comes to the playoffs, they can flip that proverbial switch. And it's they amazing. Ha- and for both, both championships that they had to win under Eli, they had to go on the road the entire time exactly. to do it, man. And uh, Dean knows this. He remembers the New England Patriots. Hello. Patriots. Thanks for that memory. Hello. But here's the thing. Here's the other factor that makes this game. You have to like the Giants even more. And I don't hate it. You know, I love my Green Bay Packers. You've been to Lambeau. Yes, you do. I've been there, Lambeau. They had you up on the big board. I love the people of Appleton and Wisconsin. And they're, they're the best fans in football. Green Bay is the best football environment in the National Football League. Bar none. It's a bucket list place you have to go before you die if you're a real football fan. And the people couldn't be nicer the environment's not. It's like a college football atmosphere in a pro town, which you don't get in many places. Seattle's great. There's a lot of great stadiums. But here's the thing. The New York Giant defense is really, really, really the, the missing link in this game. Because as good as, as Aaron Rodgers is, the, the, the Green Bay defense is not exactly, you know, the uh, monsters of the midway. No, no, they're not. Even though they were the Bears. This is not a great Green Bay defense, but this is a great New York offense. And those guys have been playing great. Their, their defense is playing better than their offense, Dean. Absolutely. Are they not? Yeah, no, they are. The, the Giants have been just, they flipped the switch in the second half of the season. It's I, well, been I amazing. flipped the switch, too. I'm an old guy, so you can flip the switch. <laughs> I think, uh, I, I just, I don't know if Ty Montgomery's going to be able to hold up the entire time running the ball as their main, their main back. They brought on Christian Michael from Seattle after they let him go. He's kind of in and out. You know, it's, it's all going to go on Rodgers' arm, but again, you know, Randall Cobb is, I don't even know if he's playing. Did they confirm he's Let playing or not? Let me get the latest now on injuries Because he updates. was scratched the last he, game. I'm not sure if he's going to play or not. And their they, fullback, who they've been depending on, he actually injured himself in the practice. The white dude, right? He injured dude. himself in practice yesterday. I refer to so him as the white dude. Well, when you mention the fullback, you just mentioned the white guy, and that's all, yeah. that's right. all it really yeah, is. Yeah, exactly. No, Unless you're Mike Tolbert and you're a great Green Bay, fullback. Green Bay, Green Bay has tons of weapons on the offensive end. The ultimate weapon with Aaron Rodgers, but again, it's it's Eli in the playoffs on the road, and, and he's battle tested, man. And, and, they, and they can score, and they can stop you from scoring. Absolutely. That defense is good enough, man. They they play really really tough, and they play tough on the road, man. But here's the problem: the Giants' weakness is their running game. Yes, they, they can't run the football. They, sure, it's not Jennings that they is... can't run the football. They're not good at running the football. And they're going to have to run a little bit today. They can't rely on Eli to just save them again and throw a ball to David Tyree. Oh, yeah, you have to run the ball because you've got to keep the ball out of Aaron Rodgers. Yeah, but you're absolutely right. The one thing about Coughlin, though, Tom Coughlin doesn't just abandon the run. Even if he's Tom only getting Coughlin's two, three. Tom Coughlin's not there anymore. I'm sorry. Even you mean if he... the porn guy the coaching there that uh... – I can't believe the porn star. Did you see the little the little dude in the sideline, the little kid on the who dressed up as him, looked just like him at like eight years old? Who the guy looks? There's a lot of kids look like Andy Reid. No, but the Giants, McAdoo. Oh, there's guys that dress up like Bob Ben McAdoo. Bob McAdoo. Ben McAdoo. Ben was coming out of the tunnel last week. And he seen the kid. He went over and gave him a high five because he's got the headgear on, the blue jacket. Did he have the bad porn stash too? Yeah, he did. That's a bad I, porn I stash. Believe, I can't believe I, I said Tom Coughlin. I can. I, I, I can. I used I to can. do. I used to do Marty Schottenheimer, Matt. It's uh, I can't believe that. I, I get coached. My point was them. is that they, they don't abandon the run, so they're going to stick right. with the run mm-hmm. because they know it's the recipe to keep Rodgers on the side. But here's what they do that I don't like: they go conservative when they have a lead late in the game, and they'll go three and out. They'll just hand it off three times, and give the ball back to Aaron Rodgers in a situation where they win the game. But now, that's the concern that I have for the Giants. The Giants are like as great as Eli is, and he's a Hall of Famer with the two rings in his career. Oh, absolutely. They, will, they, will, they will go into a safe mode, and you can't go into safe mode 
when you're in a, on the road in the playoffs. And the Giants, no, they playoff experience is unbelievable. But I don't want to see safe mode from uh, Ben McAdoo. I don't, I don't want to see that will. porn stash either, but they nah. have to show it because he's on the sidelines. I, th- I think you got you got to trust in Eli and, and his Hall of Fame, exactly. You know, clout and, and let him let him. Don't put go the game into away, this uh, prevent. Uh, don't try to the hold prevent it. offense is what they exactly. go into. That's they, what they do, and a lot of teams do offense, that, man. A lot of teams do that. Seattle didn't do that yesterday. They could have gone into a prevent. Yep. And they're like, no, keep the pedal to the metal, baby. This game was the point. You know, the game wasn't in doubt, but the point spread was. And while coaches don't care about point spreads or fantasy. They care about putting the game away and making it a, a three-possession game so that there's no chance somebody's going to steal one away on a turnover. Just like, just like the, the Redskins had their playoffs stolen away from by, by those Giants by going to the prevent offense. Exactly right. So there you have it, ladies and gentlemen, all three of your football insiders and three and a half, if we count Scott Sterner, are all gone. Now, wait, are you disagreeing with the picks? You like both dogs, Scott? I, w- I don't want to put words in your mouth. Because you have plenty of words to come out of your mouth on your own. <laughs> yes, no, I, I, have, no, I totally agree, and so does uh, so do the sharps. You're, you're the sharps are. Li- well, what else are the sharps going to listen to? What else are they going to listen to? Well, Telling you right now, we had both favorites yesterday, both dogs today. Lock it in. Bet the house, the mortgage, the snowblower, the ice melt, the antifreeze, the snow scrapers, the uh, whatever you have that you need for all your winter wear gear. You put that on there. And it's a guaranteed stone-cold lead pipe lock. But. But what? Please just bet what you can afford to bet. Oh, yeah, of course. Honestly, you know. When I say bet the house, the mortgage, the I college know, tuition. Tony, and all some that people thing. will go bet the house, and then when they lose, they'll come after you. No, so they're not I'm betting just, the house. Bet the house is just a euphemism. I, I know it is, but some so people don't take it that way. They go out and, you know, raid their Most account. people don't own a home, so they can't bet the house. No. <laughs> when, you have, when you have 25 years left on a mortgage, you're not betting a house because you don't own that house. Unless you're upside down in it already, so who cares? Yeah, unless you have a reverse mortgage. I used to say it's like a... <laughs> <laughs> but if they bet, I took, if they bet Tony's picks, they'll have, uh, they'll yeah, have a house. Exactly. I used Obviously, I took a, which I put it. I took out a reverse. I lost both ends. Exactly <laughs> I'm right. Stuck, you know what I mean? So there you have it. We gave you four. We're guaranteeing four NFL <laughs> wild card weekend picks. You're not getting that anywhere else. No, you're Are you not. getting that anywhere else? No. You can't get that anywhere else. Oh. <sighs> Robin just. Sorry, Wait a minute. So, what do you mean 12:45? Yeah, no. We, you were thinking that it was already uh, after. Why can't it come on now in a couple minutes? Because he's busy until later. What he's do you mean saying, he's busy until later? No, he's up. Th- that's not him. Who I know he's not. About? Where is he? he? Who are we talking about? Ian, Ian Fitzsimmons. Fitzsimmons. The guy that I broke into this business. This guy's going to big time me now because he's working <laughs> sidelines at Clemson? I had <laughs> I'm had. i not going to tolerate no, no. your crap so, so today. I had this, the voice of Alabama with five championship rings come down and sit here. Ian Fitzsimmons is going to big time me? Are you going to disrespect not, Mr. Tony Bruno? He, he should not be here big kissing time. my ring if I were to wear a ring. Here's I may the get deal. a fake ring. A championship ring and wear it, and he should kiss my ring. Here's it. He was not scheduled to be down on the floor until one o'clock. He is coming down early. But earlier. he was already here and doing other radio shows. So I don't want to hear he wasn't scheduled to be on the floor. He should come down from his room specifically to be on the show. I'm what not copping an attitude. Wide eyed and bushy tail to see Tony Bruno. He had to run off because he was scheduled somewhere else, but where? he said that what he was... What could be more important? Come on, tell us, a guy give us the facts here. We want the facts. Where, where, did, where did he go? Him here. Anyway, he's Who is you? Am I right be... here? You sure as shit ain't wrong, Tony. Yeah, <laughs> I'm, I'm sorry, brother. Again, I'm not t- we're not talking about Brent Musburger, who I know. He, Brent Musburger would come down here. If I called his hotel, if he were here and I called his hotel room, he would come right down and sit down right here. That is true. Lee Corso was in the lobby. I was talking to him this morning. What right? radio station Chris can Fowler. I go drag him from right now? 
Do I don't know? know. He's I, I I He's not on the air here. He yeah. left. He went, did a couple. He did Sirius XM. I get it. He's only like a couple stations, bro. He didn't do college sports now, did he? I don't think no, he no, did no. He do college sports now, no, Ian Fitzsimmons. He, I think he's no. he's scheduled. He's not scheduled to be on for this. I don't care if he's scheduled to be on here. Ian Fitzsimmons, with all due respect, is not a hard get. Okay, <laughs> I'm giving him some love here. I'm giving him love. I'm giving him an opportunity. Now he's definitely going to come on. (laughs) (laughs) You're damn right he should. If Holly Rowe, who is a legendary sideline sports expert, stopped everything she was doing. Exactly. She was so excited. When she heard Tony Bruno came on, right? Holly Rowe. Absolutely. You know who else is here who just came in? Eli Gold came on, the voice of Alabama football. All right, five championship rings came on. The man right now I'm looking at, he's the one that coined Audio Avenue. The great Ted Ganji. You think Ted Ganji would blow me off on this show? No. No. He'd, he'd come over. Nobody in their right mind the would blow you off. The only two people who big time me this week are Miss Tampa and Ian Fitzsimmons. Miss Tampa did not big time you. you. No, I she know. Was I was just stuck giving her a hard time. She was stuck in traffic. So Ian Fitzsimmons now, if you go down the list of all the people we've had on in our three days of broadcasting excellence for Auto, Audio Avenue, Ian Fitzsimmons now. He's in the caboose for sure. He is in the caboose. He is going on my ban list. Banned. Like, you know, a lot of these hosts, like, you're never coming on the show. That's it. You're banned. You're like the Tonight Show, all these national shows. They have guests. Don't even ask. Saturday Night Live has this list of people who are never allowed to go back on again, right? Ian Fitzsimmons will never be allowed to be on anything I'm associated with. For the next 50 years of my career, I will not allow him on. If he came in here groveling to be on the show... I would not put him on ever again. Well, we'll give him, a fi- you, we'll give him 15 um, minutes. We'll give him now, 15 minutes. Now, does Ted Ganji, does he have lots of Tony Bruno stories? Are you kidding me? He's the guy who's uh, Let's get Ted Ganji down here, though, too. I got to get Ted Ganji down here. Ted, come down here, man. Get away from uh, Ivan Sikoski, because Ted Ganji's another one of those guys doesn't get the love that he deserves. He's not a household name like Ian Fitzsimmons, because Ian Fitzsimmons isn't a household name. But Ted Ganji, ladies and gentlemen, is one of the most influential insiders and football knowledgeable guys. He's one of the few guys that has, look, a pullover, Nike Authentic 2017 National Championship pullover. I don't get one of those. He's got apparel, so he must be good. He's got team apparel. That's, that's how, not team that's apparel. That's how you know. When you, when you see the guys with the gym bags in the luggage rack, yeah. they got the ones that you can't buy in the store. Yes. That's got to be somebody. That's you. Especially if they have a name tag, too, like a laminated name tag with a <laughs> yeah. logo on it. It's all about lamination. <laughs> it's it's got to be die cut. You know? Yeah, die cut. La- <laughs> it's a lamination <laughs> sensation, <laughs> baby. Right, baby. <laughs> Ted Ganji and I go way, way, way back in the time. And we, still, we see him at Super Bowls. He's on Twitter all the time. He and Chris Felica. Two of my favorite guys at ESPN. Chris Felica, you want to talk about guys who have unbelievable statistical knowledge. Is Felica up there? I mean, obviously, uh, our other buddy who used to be at ESPN, who ran the, the, the research department, who was no longer with the company, was it, and he had his own show. Stumped the Schwab. Yeah. Howie Schwab was the ESPN research department. Chris Felica was number two, and now he's elevated to number one. Is Chris Felica not the most knowledgeable research guy you know? He's knowledgeable enough that they put him on the air. That's all you need to know. Exactly. Like, wh- why do we have to go through a second channel? He is. You know? he, this guy is <laughs> unbelievable. And even Felix gives me love when I post a brilliant oh, tweet yeah. every once in a while. 
every now and then you'll text him during the show, yep. and he'll be reading your text straight off the phone. <laughs> exactly. That's the kind of that's what like Luigi does. Yeah, basically, he gets he gets tweets and texts, and he reads them on the he's air. Got, he's got resources. Yeah. Exactly. Now Ted, now Ted, you, Ted still lives in the uh, Metroplex, the Dallas Fort Worth Metroplex. Exactly right. He's a he's a SMU guy. Yep. Are you not an SMU yeah, guy? Yeah, I am. Yeah, yeah. I'm an, you knew Larry I'm, Brown? I'm a basketball guy. I know you're a basketball <laughs> guy. We see it at the Final Fours. We see it. But you cover everything now, right? No, but I, you still I live ju- in Austin, though. I, no. I'm just America's house guest. You well, you, no, that used to be Digger Phelps was America. <laughs> are you, are you, have you ever placed Digger Phelps as America's house guest? Yeah, and soon I'll have the 84-team field for you. For the, <laughs> the 84-team 80, field. Everybody's in with, right? Everybody's oh, yeah. There is no team. bubble. There is oh, no, bubble. no bubble. There is no Just bubble put them with Digger. All in. Everybody's in. Let's expand the field to 220 That's teams. That's right. Let's have every team in the country play. And if you the, can pick a perfect bracket, I'll give you a billion dollars. That's right. I'll give you $100 billion. <laughs> So, Ted, what are you doing these days? Now, we were, again, we were at ESPN Radio back in the 90s. That's right. Ted Gange. And, Ted Gange, I gave you love the other day. You were the man when they were talking about putting this. The radio, everybody calls it Radio Row. Mm-hmm. Even though the Super Bowl, there's no, it's like at every television, radio, print media, they're all there. Right. So they, that Radio Row became this, you have to call it Radio. Go to Vegas in fights. Right. It's Radio it's Row. It's like Radio Neighborhood. But they don't want this. They wanted to come up with something fresh, something clean. And you were the man, Ted Gange, who came up. With Audio Avenue, baby. <laughs> and they said, Ted Ganji, you, you, you're good. You know, Radio Row you, history you, you, was made good. in this very city. It was? Yes, indeed. <laughs> yes, indeed, as you like to By say. who? By ESPN Radio. Oh, that's right. When, when Bob Sagendorf and I came down here to do a site survey and got stuck here because it snowed in Bristol, yep. we were able to secure the first ever radio programming in the Coaches Hotel at the Final Four. Correct. And now guess where Radio Row is at the Final Four? In the, in the coach's, coaches hotel, hotel. <laughs> of course, absolutely. So, so Ted we, Gange, we made history here. We broke ground in 1999. See, I think we not only bring in the biggest name, we bring in the <laughs> the grunts, the people who make this stuff go, like Ted Gange and Beth Faber. Beth Faber has produced every national championship game ever played. Exactly, and, and she was here with us yesterday. Like family, we're like fa- we're like Olive Garden. We're family. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> Beth, Beth did did the game. I produced the sideline. You did pregame. Yep. We had uh, we had I had my two big guys, Golik and uh, Adrian Karsten, with me on the sideline. So I was, you know, we I had was to have a little Norwegian of. flavor with Adrian. That's right. He was That's like right. our he was like our Viking before they the Vikings my, were cool. They were my muscle down there. Exactly. You know? <laughs> but Golik and I were on the field for the very right. first BCS championship game at Sun Devil Stadium yep. at Tempe, the Fiesta Bowl. T. Martin. Against Florida Offensive State. Offensive coordinator. And who else? Now, who was the Florida State quarterback that year? I don't even remember now. The Florida State Is that Chris Winkie? No, no. No, no, no. Chris Winkie. Okay. But the thing about that game was we did a pregame interview on the field. Exactly. In the logo with Bobby Bowden, like half an hour before kickoff, <laughs> right? And then I'm hustling to get it upstairs, and Al Gore decides to show up. I know. We told the and Al they, Gore yeah, clears the press box. they shut everything there. down. He I, did invent the internet though yes, that night, did. right there in the yeah. press box. But if we had the internet, I could have just, I could have just <laughs> uploaded the file instead of having to go up the elevator with the Secret Service guy. Yeah. I had to say, we're on the air in like 15 minutes, and I got to get up there. On a national broadcast of the national <laughs> right. championship game. So I, I got escorted up a back stairway with some two. We Secret have tape Service of that. Guys. Here's Ted trying to feed the audio back then through his AOL account. That's right. <laughs> you got mail. You got mail. There, you there go. it is. How's there that for you, Tony? You like that? Brilliant, <laughs> Luigi. I got Luigi now. <laughs> Luigi Curto, ladies and gentlemen. I'm teaching him the ropes, and he is getting it. He gets it. That's what it's all about, Ted. What do we always talk about? The wheels of steel? Is that yeah, what we're talking you, about? Yeah, and no, about getting it. <laughs> oh, yeah. You have to get it in this business, right? Right, right exactly. So now you live, in, you live in Austin, right? I live in Dallas. You live in, in Dallas, per se? I live in Dallas. Dallas proper, 75220. 
How did you become a big SMU Mustang fan? Because they're not in Dallas. They paid, yeah, they are. They paid for me to go to college. Oh, okay. <laughs> they did, except I didn't have you any didn't football get a call. You didn't get an Eric Dickinson or Craig I, James no, uh, kind of package. No, though, I didn't right? get one of those packages. <laughs> no, but I did get a free education. So he's the voice of Dallas football. Even though he's not a cow, you're not a Cowboy fan, no, though, right? No, not a Cowboy. I, I unfortunately grew up a Cleveland Browns fan. Wow. Yeah, and that's tough, especially it watching Bill Belichick take You know who else is a Cleveland Browns fan? Andrew Siciliano. You talk about long-suffering media <laughs> guys who are Cleveland Browns fans. It's just a short Italian Chris guys Rose with big ears. is a Cleveland Browns fan. Yes, I knew that. Chris Rose from the NFL Network, Fox. And his brother's name is Pete Rose. His brother's name is Pete. No, he's not. <laughs> no, really. He's got a brother named Pete Rose. Did, did Chris does? I didn't know that. <laughs> yeah. My brother worked with Pete Rose. So now, what are you doing here other than being the house guest of America right. and, and looking for good radio food and TV food and free food? It's never be as good as the food that the varsity used to roll out on the weekends. You're damn right. Ask Chris Berman. Radio food. Exactly. <laughs> no, so what are you doing? Now, you are, you're obviously here covering it. I am, I am here with the Football Writers Association of America. We gave our uh, Eddie Robinson Award to Mac, Mike McIntyre from we Colorado had last who was night. A, who was at San Jose State he prior was a to that. swell guy. Spartan, baby. Yep. Sparta! And he, uh, he coached, uh, he was on Bill Parcell's staff with the Cowboys. Exactly. Told a couple of good Bar Parcell stories. I didn't get into that yet. So we were just talking Colorado, yeah. Pac-12, and Washington, obviously, and how they were the best team and how they lost in the championship game. But good coach, man. He did a great job at San Jose State, too. And he's done a great job at Colorado. And, the, you know, the thing about college football, you have all these blue bloods and powerhouses. It's nice to see somebody like Colorado and Washington you know, like get off the mat yep. and finally play some good football again. So because you know, we're story. East Coast guys, and the East Coast bias and all those Pac-12 schools always think that there's too much bias, you know what I mean? And, and they don't get love out of the Pac-12 because their ooh, games are ooh, on ooh, at midnight. Ooh, too busy covering Temple. Exactly <laughs> right. Tony, the great Ivan Zerkowski just forwarded me something. Where we, we just loaded it. We have tape? Uh, we haven't heard it uh -oh. yet. Now, the tape that we played yesterday had major profanities. No, no, this yeah. isn't, this no, this, isn't this, blue. This and clean. I said, it's got to have profan I gotta have the edited version. Even though we're allowed to have some profanity, oh, we can't drop the granddaddy of them all on this podcast. We don't have any razor well, we blades did. and grease No, exactly. This isn't blue. It's like teal with shades of gray. All right, let's play this. Now, where is this from? I don't know, Robin. You tell yeah, me. Yeah. You're the one who sent it to me. I think you guys will recognize it, and you'll be able to tell what well, it is. Well, it's you and Ted. Oh, let's go to the tape, Ted. Teddy, get the goddamn phone. <laughs> <laughs> That's Joe Theismann calling. Was it Joe, Joe Theismann, Theismann calling to give us his weekly movie review? <laughs> Teddy, get the goddamn phone. <laughs> <laughs> he was one of the brunch bunch bastards. Exactly. No, those are fun times, man. That's, I, I'm so proud that you know when we were back. I mean, we're back. That's back in the day now. Well, you could say 1992 is back in the right, day. Exactly. You know, and it's, not, it's back in the day because you know, you realize a lot of people listening weren't even born in 1992. Right, right. Nobody playing in this game was born in 1992 other than the coaches. There, right. There, there were two gals up in the hospitality room last night, and I said, where were you on 9-11? And they went, kindergarten. Wow. <laughs> It really puts things in perspective. You have to pick up those phone numbers for me by any chance there, Ted. <laughs> <laughs> and then you say, what do you remember about it? Oh, it's just something bad happened, and my mom came and picked us up from school. Wow. <laughs> that, that'll put it in perspective. Yeah. You're damn right. These damn young people, man. I, got, I finally got to the point of my age where I said, you know, these damn young kids, they don't know anything, man. I'm not one of those guys, although I don't rub it in. So the game Monday, you spent some time in Birmingham, right? Yes. So you got, got Eli Gold and I worked together. boys in Birmingham then. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I was in the tower with Coach Bryant yeah. in Tuscaloosa. I'm not just some pretty voice you on the were, radio, man. I thought you were a steel worker. 
No, I did not work. I, the, the Vulcan, uh, the Vulcan <laughs> statue. I did not work in the uh, Bessemer plant. Have you been plants. in the Vulcan statue? Absolutely. Yeah. I went last year. I've been for the to first Bessemer. Time. I've been to all the steel plants. Charles Barkley's. I've been down to his place down there in Alabama. So do you have uh, South Coast bias? You, you picking Alabama on Monday? No, I mean my son was born in Birmingham. My yeah. oldest son his boats the Crimson Tide. So you would think I'd be an Alabama honk. And there are people in Philly who think they're like Alabama. My buddy Nick Kale. Right? Who's never even been to Alabama? He never even drove through Alabama. <laughs> Claims to be this Alabama expert. Yeah, he's a huge, he's right? a huge. I said, dude, guy. I was there with Bear Bryant in the tower in Tuscaloosa. I wasn't allowed up there. Did you lean on the goalpost in the pregame? No, no, I didn't do that. <laughs> I was there with Tony Nathan and Richard Todd and those boys and Jeff Rutledge when they, when they played on concrete? On exactly green, on right. Concrete. Exactly. You've been to, you've been to Legion Field. I've been to Legion before Field before it was condemned. Yes, <laughs> I've been to, in Tuscaloosa. I've been to Birmingham. I've been everywhere, man. I've been like the Johnny Cash of Sports Talk Radio. So, so I've been uh, everywhere, man. man. So if you're Dabo Sweeney, who spent like his whole formative years at Alabama, said he got into fights in the cafeteria defending Paul Bear Bryant as a kid, and now he gets the national championship <laughs> two years in a row, and he's got to play Alabama. <laughs> exactly. You know, like, no, this would be a good game, though. It, it it's not going to be 45-40, though. No? You don't think so? I, 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 the over under is like fifty, right? I got a little, yeah. The over under is very low. I got a little tip though that if it stays cold, that it's probably going to be windy too. Apparently, it's very windy in the stadium in Tampa. So along the dust that, the pirate, I'm going to be in the pirate ship staying warm. Yeah, I think that would help Alabama considering they had the 57 yard passing attack last week. <laughs> yes, <laughs> and they have a new coordinator who was an analyst last week. Well, no, Steve Sarkeesian, our own Miss Robin, has close personal ties with Steve Carsisian. Oh, is Carsisian. that right? Sarkeesian. She went to high school with his sister. Yeah, so Amy <laughs> get is that younger. I went to college with that official. Did you? So, oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> college with that official. That's great. It's a Marv Levy, isn't it? Right? Great, Marv Levy. They should rehire Marv Levy in Buffalo. He wants the job again, you know. <laughs> Marv Levy? Marv Levy wants the coach in his 90s now. And what, how could he do any worse than the previous coaches in Buffalo? It's impossible. Well, he'll outlast Doug Marone up there, that's for sure. Well, Buffalo hasn't won a playoff game since they benched Doug Flutie, right? Exactly right. <laughs> and Beth can tell you all about that. I know. Well, we have great stories, but Alabama, I should root for them all the time. I don't. I'm, I'm impartial. I mean, you know, a lot of people don't like Saban. That's the pre—you know, it is, it's, like, it's like Belichick. A lot of people hate Belichick, and they hate Saban because they win all the time, right. and they don't have great personalities, right? Right. Wouldn't you say they're similar as far as guys who are just— too dull to really say. I think Nick's got more personality than Bill Belichick, though. You think so? I think it's his, you mean, pl his and, players will tell you that he's a funny guy. Oh, yeah. No, Belichick off the field he does is those a funny commercials guy, with too. the little Debbie, you know, cakes and all that. But I'm saying as far as public persona, right. when he's right. in front of the media and microphones, which is all most people see, they don't see these guys pretty stone in restaurants having cocktails. Right. The stone-faced guy, right? right. Almost at, there's a certain arrogance that people perceive of, of Nick Saban and Bill Belichick. Because you win, you don't want to have, you know, you want some pimply-faced punk kid right. from some, you know, podcast <laughs> asking you questions, of, like questioning your, your moves and why did you do that? Wait, we have a update? Speaking of some pimply-faced punk kid from the podcast, I was right. Chris Winkie was the quarterback of the FSU was? team. Yep, it was wow, Chris Winkie to Peter Warwick. That was the big combination for Florida State. Now, who, who, who was Warwick Don? No, Peter Warwick. Was Peter Warwick, Warwick. Yep. that's right. It was Chris Winkie. Chris Winkie was only like 28 then, too. Yeah, I think he was, was 28. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Two and mortgages. Then he, got, and then he went to the NFL at age 29. And, you know, the great, the great Dwayne Goodrich had a pick six in that game for Tennessee, and he ended up in the, in a bad place in Dallas. Now, is Peerless <laughs> Price, was he on that team? Peerless too? Price was had, on the Tennessee team. Had a, exactly. Had a yeah. big touchdown reception in that game. Exactly. You know who the kicker for that team was? 
For who? He kicked, he kicked yesterday in a, in a playoff game. Eli Manning. No. Tennessee, take that <laughs> kicker. Sebastian Janikowski. That's right, Seabass, as we call him out there in the Bay Area. Shane Leckler was their punter, and, uh, and the, the Raiders, when they were bad for that long stretch, they were their two, two best, best players, players were Shane Leckler and Sebastian Janikowski, <laughs> their kickers. Here's a little-known fact for you, speaking of Belichick. And by the way, I have to give you one of these because of your lack of... Chris Wenke knowledge. When Uh-oh. you were there, and we were both there, and we didn't remember Chris Wenke was the starting quarterback for Florida State. You got to get Plus, you, you're a Mr. St- you're a stat guy. Well, you know who our runner was, our sideline runner in that game? Was it Ian Fitzsimmons? No, it was J.R. Redmond. J.R. Who was an Arizona State running back. J.R. Redmond. Exactly right, And he man. played in the Super Bowl for Bill Belichick. There you have it. And he's about my size. He's wow. Like, Dude, you really you're not division one running back? Like, this is like inside the locker, inside Inside the actor studio. Inside the actor studio. And Beth, I'm waiting for to say inside of what, Tone? Exactly. No, it's inside I, everything. Beth and I told the story the other night. So I'm on the field producing. Tennessee's won the game. They had a new offensive coordinator for the game. So they get Randy Sanders. They pull him out of the hallway and pull him into the radio booth and interview him. And Beth goes to break. And I'm like, "What are we going to break for? We got the trophy ceremony." She goes. Ah, I'm blowing that off. We'll do our own. <laughs> <laughs> because I had Golick and Adrian Karsten. We got anybody we wanted. Exactly so we didn't right. Have, we didn't have to deal with Lynn Swan or any of that stuff on the podium. Swan so, it? Yeah. She's like, no, no, we'll do our own. <laughs> so we did. We'll do it live. Yeah. Long before Bill O'Reilly uttered those famous words. <laughs> we will do it live. You know what I mean? We'll do it live. We'll do it live. Yes. Do it live. I'll, I'll write, it. write it and we'll do we'll it live. Do it live. Can we get, Lee Frank, can get Lee Frank to do it live? Lee Frank. <laughs> <laughs> well, Ted, now you're going to be on the Denver? field tomorrow night? I will be in the press box helping with the uh, the Game Notes team. Oh, beautiful. The great Dave Platty, Colorado SID. Are you going to be in the pirate ship at all? I will not be in the pirate ship. Not you at know all. Brent Sims hasn't been in the pirate ship and he no? plays for the Buccaneers? Oh, that's, is that nuts? It's an outrage. It is an outrage. <laughs> We're trying to hook up a guy who plays for the Buccaneers who won two national championships at Alabama. We gave, him a, we gave him a watch. We gave him a houndstooth watch from Joy Joy Watches. <laughs> we gave him golf pants with the Joy Joy wa- with the, the houndstooth on it. But it's not the same because Boomer can't call it the big sombrero. Exactly. <laughs> well, it hasn't been the big, the big sombrero of, uh, for 20 Since years. Since 9-11. <laughs> Since those girls were in kindergarten. <laughs> Unbelievable. Ted Gage, so who do you like? It's really hard to pick against Alabama, but I think Clemson gets it done. I think they're going to outscore them. Win the game outright? They're going to win the football game. Not just they cover will the win number? the football game. You could put it in three-inch headlines. Who did Lee Corso? Did he make a pick yet? Uh, I think he, he took Washington again, I think. No, no. He, <laughs> he'll be home late. Very late. He'll be very home late. Very late. The, the, the quick Lee Corso story is we'd have him on on Saturday night on ESPN Radio. We'd always call his house. He lives in Lake Mary, Florida. His wife, nice lady, answered the phone. Oh, Lee's not here. He stepped out. He'll be back. He'll be back. When will he be back? Mrs. Corso. Oh, he'll be back late, very late. Like about what time? About 8.30. (laughs) (laughs) That is great, Florida. It's too late because he's got the early bird bump. 15 years ago. Yeah, I know. He's at Luby's getting the blue plate. (laughs) Getting the blue plate. (laughs) (laughs) The Luann platter, baby. (laughs) What up, Cordon Blue? Uh, well, we'll see Ted changed. Ganji at the media party tonight. Absolutely. You want to be there? Yeah. <laughs> the blue plate. That's <laughs> Have you not had the blue plate special at movies? And you Ted can't Ganji, live in Texas. Another impartial guy lives in Texas, not a Dallas Cowboy fan, not but, a Houston Texan fan. But I grew up rooting for Alabama because when you live in New York, it's like Penn State and Notre Dame every week. Exactly. And Major Ogilvy was my guy. I love Major The Ogilvy. only man to win four MVPs in four bowl games. 
Major Ogilvy. You remember Major Ogilvy, Luigi? That I do not. Number oh, 42 man. in your program. I hate to do it to you, man. Yeah. Major uh -oh. Ogilvy, man. You got to even this out. And you know who's named after telling? Major Ogilvy? Major, uh, Major General. Uh, Major Applewhite. Major Applewhite. You remember him? No. The Texas quarterback, now the Houston coach? No, I do not. I do not oh, remember him. Man. I'm sorry. You're a Chris Sims guy, that's why. That's He's what a Chris is. Sims guy. Yeah, I'm a Chris Sims guy. <laughs> and Luigi's 35. He's not like some 21-year-old millennial. And you remember Chris Wanky, who's you like remember, 80. I remember Chris Wanky. I remember Chris 2007. Right? Well, was 2007, the BCS? was 98. No, the first no, it was 1996, uh, 98 right? season, yeah, that was, January of 99. I don't remember. It's all, it's all a blur to me now. Yeah. I just remember driving to Tempe and going to well, the crowd. Well, it was Wenke's team. Oatson played that game because Wenke got hurt. Ah. Uh, that's what it was. It, it, well, I think I, that's what might have messed Ted up a little bit is that it was Wenke's team. He was a starter. But Oatsen is the one who played is, who played the game. I thought maybe they looked at his birth certificate and said, you can't play. So too old for this, man, yeah. Oh, you got kids at home or something? What are you doing, man? Unbelievable. <laughs> and Chris Wenke actually wound up in the NFL for like 10 minutes. He's with Carolina. With the Carolina Panthers. Yeah, almost as long as Danny Werfel. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Ted, it's good to see you, man. Good to see you. Ted Gangy, ladies and gentlemen, another one of those people who just don't get the kind of love that they deserve. And Ian Fitzsimmons, by the way, I've now banned him from the show for the rest of my... 50 years of brought with the next 50 years he's the only guy who's blown me off he did Holly not Rowan didn't blow me off he Miss didn't Tampa, blow you off Brent Sims the only guy who big timed me was Ian Fitzsimmons Can Ian you Fitzsimmons that? big timed you huh big timed me well he's calling the I game was, I was what was the line from the movie I was uh, something with cheerleaders what's the mob movie line you were a cheerleader I was um, I was uh, it was a mob you know every mob movie where's yeah, Joe I'm, Corrado when we I'm need him I'm trying to remember what it, I think I, think I, I was, was hitting with I was banging cheerleaders when you were just uh, something like yeah, that yeah I was banging cheerleaders when you were doing something I don't, yeah. I don't know what the line I was I thought well, the line was I love college girls because they never get any older no that's the, <laughs> no, that's that's the great line confused. Yeah, we have that everybody's got that in their <laughs> no, I love these high school girls <laughs> man I get older and they stay the same it was, age it was one of the lines from The Godfather <laughs> one of those mob movies that I don't watch was it The Godfather I was dating cheerleaders or something like that. Some stunad in the stinking Godfather movies. Which, <laughs> now he's sleeping why. with the fishes. Yeah, something like that. <laughs> Where's Joe Corrado when we need him? Is Joe on Twitter following us, Robin? Is he up? You know what? I don't know. My, uh, my iPad died. Your iPad died? Yeah. Oh, you, need a, you need a better external battery. Exactly right. No, we didn't plug it in. The char It was 20% now, which is about where I am now at the uh, end of this exactly. weekend. Exactly. But that's good to see you, man. Good night, you tell everybody. Ian Fitzsimmons. He is never allowed on any of my broadcast entities, whether I'm doing a podcast. If I'm out there holding a, uh, a repent sign with a, with a megaphone telling people to repent. The end is near. At the corner the outside of Raymond on Dale Mabry Boulevard, telling people that the end is near, I won't even share the stinking megaphone with him. Didn't Dale Mabry play first base for the Cardinals? I think he did. He was part of the hit team squad here at Tampa Bay. With, with when it was Jose Mark Witten? No, no, it was, it was Jose Canseco. Fred McGriff. Who was the other guy on the hit show? Dean. Who was part of the hit show? Fred McGriff, Jose Canseco, and one other big bat. And they had this big promotion here called Hit Show. They Jay, Jay Buhner? Not Jay Buhner. <laughs> I was, no. I, that was the name that came to my head. Honestly, no, Jay Buhner didn't play for the, for the Tampa Bay. Uh, <laughs> no, no. Uh, the, uh, whatever they're called. The Rays. The de they were the Devil Rays back then. But he then. did go to McLennan Community College outside yes, of did. Waco, Texas. Yes, he did. <laughs> With Arthur Lee Rhodes. Oh, man. All right, Ted. Ted's got a lot of useless information, yes, which we have abundant on this program. Who All was right. the guy that did uh, who? I need, to, I need some local knowledge. Dean doesn't have it. He's too busy getting action right now. He's too busy. <laughs> Greg Vaughn? Was it Greg Vaughn? I think it was Greg Vaughn. Was it Greg Vaughn? I know it was Canseco. Vinny Castilla? 
Vinny Castilla. That's right. That's who it was. Vinny Castilla. First, it was Vinny Castilla. I, I call. I was the first guy to Luke call him. Lucas. Vinny Castilla. Castilla. Vinny Castilla. Stealing money, baby. He stole money from multiple organizations. Now, who is that guy right there? It looks like Ian Fitzsimmons to me, dog. I, I banned him from the show. The only guy to blow me off. All weekend long, and I now have put him on like some of the other national guys do. He's never coming on this show again. <laughs> After today. I was dating <laughs> cheerleaders when this guy was uh, whatever the line is. I don't know what the line is, man. Oh, that's terrible. I, I know it is. I want somebody to tweet it to us. Is he coming on or not? This is your last call. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to pass the microphone. 15, I don't have 15, 15 minutes. I can get car insurance before I can get him on. <laughs> get out. Get out. I can call Geico right now I and get my car rates insurance. <laughs> I, I gotta wait 15. Who do you have more important to talk to than me? Seriously, he can he can break down de- all of all of the Detroit Lions six points last night. <laughs> all of them. All six, <laughs> all six of them. <laughs> Be a Matt Prater special right here. Matt Prater, baby. <laughs> they were dead. So I'll get Mark Castiger on and said, "Come on over here, Mark." I banned Ian Fitzsimmons. I want Mark Castature on the show. He's got a bigger national presence right now. Hey, let me tell you something, Uncle Tony. <laughs> it's so good to see you, baby. It's so good to see you. It's another guy who worked in Birmingham. Hey, 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 let me tell you something. Oh, he opened the BJCC, baby. You're damn right. You're he, damn he, right, he baby. He went over the mountain. Birmingham, yeah. Jefferson Civic Center Coliseum, <laughs> baby. Gene baby. Gene Bartow, hey. UAB hoops. No Lions jokes, man. That was a tough night for yeah. the I didn't. That was, that was that, that was Tank me. Angie gave the line. I didn't rip the lines. I just said they were going to get boat raced, and I was right. Hey, Cassie, I want. <laughs> they they weren't rowing the boat? Cassie, you want to know one thing. Will there be a Bruno Bash tonight? That's all I want to know. The old Bruno Bash, baby. I don't know. I was listening to the 25th anniversary <laughs> show, and that's all I want to see now is the Bruno Bash. We've got to revive the Bruno Bash. Oh, we goodness. should do a cornhole tournament bring with in the Bruno Genesee Bash. Ale? Uh, bring I'll in the Genesee Cream Ale. All we got to find is something generic. Exactly. Black label if we have to. <laughs> you know that Mark Hessinger actually came to my home in Venice, California, one of the few that's ESPN. Right. He, Beth Faber, Mike Tirico came to one of my birthday parties at my place in Venice. That was a great night. We, we had a Bruno Bash. Arena there. football or something? No, no. it was uh, Lakers Celtics. <laughs> exactly. One, right? Did you bash yeah. something that night, Tony? <laughs> yeah, we bashed a lot of stuff that night. That's right. But ladies and gentlemen, joining us right now is Mark Kestacher. You hear him everywhere, man. He is one of the great talents at ESPN. He does everything. As the 20s and 50s are He's, going. He, does, he, he knows more about the NBA than Luigi, who knows like the 12th, the 11th, 12th, and 13th guys on the bench on every team in the NBA. He knows Not every their, team. He knows their D-League squads. That's how much Luigi follows Just the NBA. Just don't test me now. But Mark Kestacher, Mark, good to see you, buddy. The great Mark Kestacher. Good to see you. You know, the last time, uh, funny that uh, Ian Fitzsimmons was here, I was remembering uh, the ESPN radio softball team. Yes. With Tony Bruno at second base <laughs> making diving plays like <laughs> Willie Randolph out there. And I was like, who is this guy? Oh. I was younger then, and I had hair, and, and you had hair, too. No, I, no. I, no, I, I didn't I have hair, but you did. That's <laughs> how far I did, it was <laughs> rapidly decreasing. Now, Mark, you're doing everything now. So you're going to be part of this game, obviously. The, uh, you're doing the pregame and the postgame? Dupree, half post with Trevor Maddich. I have the easiest job, uh, I think, of the entire uh, crew of ESPN Radio. Just react and move it around. Read Traffic. and react, right? Read, Read and react. And react. We play defense on the radio as well. <laughs> now, you're still doing a lot of NBA, right? Yes. Yeah, we are, our season's just getting started. We did opening night and Christmas. 
I thought I the NBA season started twice. on Christmas Day. It did for most everybody else. <laughs> and for me, too. <laughs> oh, we're playing a little NBA thing. This is the old, uh, the old NBC. Is this John Tesh written? Yes, this is John Tesh's NBA on NBC theme See, song. Tesh is still making money. He does. He's, we, have to send him right a we have to send him 20 bucks now or a, scr a scratch off from the California, the <laughs> Florida State Lottery. Luigi's going to go it's over like, and it's buy like a blackjack one. table. You want to play it? Or you want to? You want to take it? Yeah. <laughs> That's how it works. So you do. How many NBA games now? Are you going to uh, do? This? I don't know what the number is. Uh, it'll probably be in the uh, forty range, something like that. But so far, I've seen a lot of Cleveland and Golden State, so we got to mix it up a little bit. Uh, is, it, is it safe to say the 76ers will not be in a heavy rotation despite Joel Embiid's performance? I, you know, it's funny. I looked at the map and I said, <laughs> "Where's Philadelphia? I don't think it exists right That's now." That's what most NBA Rose. fans are saying, and players, <laughs> and like, the management, and the trust the process fans, or at least won't admit that it's there. Exactly. Now. Embiid, obviously, you've seen him, and this guy is yeah. the real deal, is oh, he not? I, I remember the first time we saw him uh, at Kansas. I think it was the, the Champions Classic in Chicago, and everybody came to see Jabari Parker with Duke, and uh, I think it was Andrew Wiggins at Kansas, and we all came away saying, who's this Embiid guy? It's sad with the injuries, but obviously he's been able to withstand them, and he... It's just an amazing talent. I mean, for the, the footwork that guy has, the skill level Absolutely. of his size. Yeah. That, that guy's uh, And that's I mean, why he's going to be like special. I'd like to see more of him. And hopefully he stays healthy. And you know about big guys with foot problems and stuff and, and injuries. But this guy, as you mentioned, you know, it's not a big man's league anymore for the most no, part. No, it isn't. But this guy could be the next great big man yeah. in, and, and be the transcendent player of his generation. I mean, it's no real knock on um, Okafor, but I remember during that draft when we were all talking, Okafor, Okafor, and then all of a sudden I did a couple of Kentucky games. And I was like, wow, Carl Anthony right. Towns at that size, what he could do and the shooting and the perimeter and the whole thing, that's, that's where the league has gone. And that's why that guy is just phenomenal. Absolutely. And he's, and he's right, too, because th that same draft, I was, I was watching and, and I'm going, you know, Okafor was like the consensus like overall. And I'm like, I don't know, man, Towns, something about this guy, man. He's just he's, he's, he's like, a, he's like, a, he's like a, a small forward in, in a center's body. He's so versatile, man. And that's the thing that makes him beat so special. The guy's got, he's got a handle like, like a point guard. Yeah. It's unbelievable. He can take you all the way out to the top of the key and drain threes. I mean, you don't see that happen, man. These How versatile big men today, they're, they're amazing, man. I'm looking at Porzingis even, you know, at his size. You know, the, just the ability these guys have now. I remember I, I was six foot three in eighth grade, and they already had to me as a center. Never grew another inch. <laughs> had no skills. You've got to be 6'10", and you've got to be able to do it all now. Exactly. Mark Kessler is joining us from ESPN, NBA. Now, you do, a, you do a lot of other stuff, too, not just NBA, right? Yeah, do a little college uh, basketball, getting ready for uh, Gonzaga St. Mary's next Saturday. Oh, That's I love it up fun. there, the, oh. the WCC, baby. I've been there. I've never been there. Have you not? Uh, you've been to the St. Mary's game. campus? No, I've never been there. Oh, it's I phenomenal, it's man. Unbelievable. You would never even realize it. You're up there in the Bay Area, and you take the ride out there, and it's so beautiful up there, man. And then there's St. Mary's, and they keep getting all these Australian guys up there. It's amazing. I think they're up to <laughs> seven or eight Australians now, and a couple of guys from New Zealand. I think if you're American, you for basketball, you got you're no not shot. allowed to say no. Mary's. No. No. So Gonzaga, I haven't watched a lot of college hoops yet. You know, we're just starting to get into it now because football is such a big deal. But obviously, Villanova loses, but they're still number one. And yeah. Villanova was great run for Jay. He went off the other night against Butler. You see that the uh, explosion? Yes. You don't see Jay go off that no, often. No, not too often. <laughs> he had to be held back by everybody. And uh, speaking of which, I'm watching videos today with uh, coaches had to be separated and both men's basketball and there was a women's basketball brawl, too. I don't know. That's what's going what we, on we need more of that. It's got to have the <laughs> hockey flavor that uh, that people like uh, Luigi Curdo don't like. He's not a hockey fan. <laughs> Drop the gloves. They're going to get rid of the postgame handshake now. 
Are they going to get rid of that? Probably. But you can't have coaches punching each other. I mean, it's okay for John Ta- John Cheney. John Cheney and uh, Calipari, yeah. He's gonna kill him. I'm going to kill I'll kill you. <laughs> I'll kill you. <laughs> he, didn't, he didn't throw hands at him. <laughs> no. They, they, weren't, they weren't even in the same side of the room. They didn't even ever got even close to each other that, that <laughs> it's night. It's a classic, though. It is a classic. Though. We love John Cheney and John Calipari. So, doing college basketball. College basketball. You coming to Philly to do any Villanova games? I, or no? I think there is a Villanova game on the schedule. I don't know if I got it. I got a couple years ago. I did Villanova-Georgetown. That Beautiful. was fun. Yeah. It's good stuff. Yeah. Man. My Syracuse Orange, though, struggling. I know. Another Syracuse guy. Oh, they did uh, have Another a Syracuse. You guys are like, uh, I don't want to say roaches. Okay. Uh, I want <laughs> to say something more complimentary. The- you know, Siciliano, I mean, the number of guys who went to Syracuse are in this business is astounding. But as I like to tell Tarico, I was the chemical engineering major. I'm not part of you guys at Newhouse. You went to Newhouse, all right? Uh, no, I went for chemical engineering. Did you really? Yes, I did. You went for chemical engineering chemical at engineering, Syracuse? yeah. What do they, what do they engineer, uh, salt to, to, to uh, melt the snow? We like to uh, break down the college basketball games, as Tony Bruno says, scientifically. <laughs> and I did it that way. I was listening to you since I was a kid. Really? Unfortunately, I took it, you know, one step too far. No, no, you're great at what you do, Mark. It's great to hear. Great to see you again, yeah, man. It's good to be you're with gonna you. You're going to be at the media party later on? Is there um, a big private ESPN party? I, I may be. I, my wife and daughter are here. I'm going to go take them uh, to go see an aquarium in Clearwater right now. Oh, beautiful. Take a little ride and uh, see what Tampa Not, Don't go to the about. beach, though. It's a little too cold for the it's beach. Little, yeah, this is good for Connecticut, though. Yes, it is. Yes. Connecticut people coming weather. down here probably wearing thongs and flip-flops on the beach. And my wife's a French-Canadian heritage, so this is perfect. Oh, uh, yeah, she's good with this. Yeah. She's good with this. <laughs> Mark Kastner, Great seeing you. You too. Let's give him a roaring round of applause. A man who knows more about the NBA than Luigi Curdo. Because he lives the game. The game lives here. Or starts here. What's the latest slogan? As Kanji could uh, attest, that's the first applause I've gotten. Really? Now, what is the slogan this year in the NBA? It all starts here or something starts here. No, that's the college football playoffs, right? That's the one thing I don't know, the slogan. I don't know, I don't know the what slogan. the slogan is. <laughs> Not We Got Next. Is the WNBA still have I We believe, Got Next? I believe it is. <laughs> Great <laughs> to see you. Ladies and gentlemen, Mark Kastetcher, another guy I work with. Is there anybody I haven't worked with? Seriously, is there anybody in the industry that I haven't worked with? Well, Luigi, I don't really work with him. And, Mar- and Robin, meh, I work with every once in a while. I have to cooperate, though. Well, I try working with you. Did you see now? Is he mad at me now, Ian Fitzsimmons, for banning him permanently? I don't don't know if he can (laughs) be mad at you. (laughs) He was like a kid in the candy store. You know who else was in Birmingham when I was back there? Reese Davis Mm -hmm. of ESPN. Reese Davis and I go back. He looks like he looks the same. He looks like he's 30 years old. I look like I'm 100. But when I was in Birmingham, Reese Davis was doing local sports down there. Do you know that? And he's been the college football guy now for how many years? 20-something years at ESPN? Great guy, Reese Davis. So it's, it's a lot of fun to catch up with the, the, the old. And I don't get to do many of these college football things anymore. We do college basketball. But that's what's great about traveling with this show is that we can go to all the big events. You know, this is the biggest event in college sports right now. Sure. And then the Final Four is the biggest event in basketball. I mean, so, that's what people don't realize. When you're doing a regular radio show and your network or your station has decided that this is what they want you to cover, that's what you're going to cover, and you don't really venture out. With a podcast, Tony can do whatever the hell he wants. It's, uh, yeah, we're like, uh, <laughs> who, oh, it was like those, those stations at the, uh, those radio stations. We play whatever we want. Jack FM. We'll play whatever we want. As long as the analytics tell us. Exactly. <laughs> tell us what you want to hear. As long as it's the same 10 songs we play all the time anyway, we're going to play what we want. So it's we got to get you to the College World Series. 
Love Omaha. the cow. Yeah, ping, I need to go to Omaha. Ping. You hear the ping, ping of the aluminum right. bat. God, I love the ping of the aluminum bat. I Don't know you, you do. We used to always play the ping whenever we would no, do Sammy college Sosa baseball. Hit, no, there. Sammy Sosa hit three home runs in a game, <laughs> and we used to do this expanded sports center that I would write, and we're playing the highlights, and I'm playing the ping in the background. We all knew that something Sammy wasn't Sosa right. had something in that yeah, bat that wasn't bat. just wasn't you know, three, just Three, two to Sosa. Ping. Ping. <laughs> <laughs> That's great. <laughs> <laughs> Gotta have a little That's back before micromanaging and uh, not being able oh, to do what you do want. That. You can't, well, can't play a little bit of bad hit. What do you think this is? <laughs> Making fun of Sammy Sosa because in, implying that he used a because his foreign object. Because his head is now oblong. That's Barry Bonds' head. Well, but the greatest, uh, the greatest Sosa story of all is when the bat actually exploded. <laughs> right. And then he was trying to trying to spin it that it <laughs> that it was his, his batting practice bat. Remember that? But he's the same guy who spun it that he couldn't speak English. Either. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> he's the same guy who became white also remarkably after his career ended. But hey, you know those things happen to some people. Now that could be you know natural Howley disease. Exactly. Do you know what Howley disease is? Howley disease. Howley disease. I learned this in Guam. That's what there, Michael Jackson had. No, no, no. no, no. There, there is some kind of a skin condition where you lose pigmentation. And when I lived in Guam, they called... It's called being white. No, it's called well, being they, uh, they called, a ginger. They you call Caucasians the same thing that, they, uh, that Hawaiians call Caucasians, which is their, their howlies. Howlies. Yeah. So that Not they, Chuck Howley, of course. And, the great and so they called whatever that, disease, that, that condition is, they called it howley disease. Because I did you're not turning, know yeah. that. I didn't, like, know, I didn't know people lived in Guam. <laughs> <laughs> what are you talking about? It's one of our territories. We, we also where America's base. day begins, yeah. half a day. America's in Guam. Day. we got to do yeah. a remote in Guam they and start the day. Do they have a half-hour time zone in Guam? No. Okay. No, but it is where America's day begins. <laughs> America's day usually begins at Dunkin' Donuts for Mayor Wawa. There's a couple places that have that half-hour either half-hour off. Like Arizona how? and Indiana. Well, no, yeah, no, not Arizona. a half-hour. Those no. are only hours. What time is it in Arizona? I don't know. What time is it in Arizona? Well, you know we had Central. Is in Arizona. It's last call. Exactly right. <laughs> the greatest Super Bowl story ever. We are not ever. going out there. Last the greatest Super midnight. Bowl story Dallas Cowboys, Pittsburgh Steelers, Super Bowl, Triple X in Arizona. We're in the media lot. We're in the hotel that's the media headquarters. And Jerry Jones and all the players and coaches would come in. And then at midnight, they would give last call. Like everybody's just rolling in from dinner. Right. And they want to go to the bar. And they said, Last call, like at quarter to 12. Jerry Jones was so outraged, he wanted a law passed, a temporary law injunction to allow the bars to stay open in fifth Super Bowl. The whole world's here, and you're closing last call in Arizona at quarter to 12? Did he get it done? Not that year, though. I mean, if they could get Martin Luther King Day passed, they certainly could change the And I think they they have changed the liquor laws in Arizona, have they not? I, th- I believe. I yeah. know at the waste oh, management open, that. nobody's uh, had the oh, last call at midnight. The wasted management. Wasted management wasted open. Management open. <laughs> well, Tony, you know Tony. All senior management wasted no. in those tents. <laughs> Tony likes calling it the click clack open. I call it the click clack open. Because you got women in heels. Oh, there you go. There you is you no, know him well. There is no parade of beauties, and but, some of them real too <laughs> and spectacular, like the Greater Phoenix. Well, it used to be the uh, just the Phoenix Open. No, it was the Glenn Campbell's Phoenix Open back in the day. Remember, it was all yeah, named yeah, after celebrities yeah, right, back right. in the day. The Bobby Goldsboro Greater Greensboro <laughs> Open. Remember that one? And then the Bob Hope. It was all named after Danny Thomas uh-huh. was Memphis, right? right? What no, was the, the Phoenix Open? Classic. Was that was that Glenn Campbell Phoenix I Open? I think it was. I think it was the Glenn Campbell Phoenix Open back in the day. 
before it became waste management. And you have women sinking into the fairways in their four-inch spike heels. Exactly right. That's what golf is supposed to be. <laughs> that's what golf. That's why they don't. You see all the putter buddies out there. Did you get a putter buddy? No. Now do you play golf, Ted? Not well. Then you need a putter then buddy, man. You definitely man. need a putter buddy. <laughs> That'll help you. It'll help you keep your clubs near the green. It's the absolute perfect all. It's like the Ron Popeil Showtime Grill. You just set that baby and you forget it. <laughs> set it. Set and it and forget it. it. Right, Luis? Absolutely. Set it and forget it. So you oh, plug it yeah. in and it help you not break your wrist. You know, everybody, the short game. It's all about the short game. Oh, yeah. So see what you do as uh, Scott Sterner is, is, is displaying here. Oh. So you use that to help you chip and putt. Because the problem we all have is we want to, you know, break your wrists. Right. So that'll help you uh, with your chipping and your putting around the green. And then you, you, and then you can stick it into the green and put your, you know, you put your wedge on the, on the side. And then you leave and you forget it and you come right. back two holes later. Right, right. This way you just lay your wedge up. It's got a towel. So you can wash your balls. You gotta no, have clean balls. Well, actually, Absolutely. we have another one. We're Especially gonna keep when you're the red one. Them out we, of the woods. We, we got other ones in the back. We have other colors for like you. That. What color would you like, Ted? No, that, that works. Red works. You like red? I'd like one. You of can't those. take that red one though. That's our display oh, item. That's a display item. That's uh, that one's gonna go at fifty percent off after the show though. It's a show special now. During the Tony Bruno podcast, you're not gonna go to golf shows. Show special only. If you wait till after the show, you're gonna have to pay. $60 for that, but show-only special prices. Even at the porn convention in Vegas, they have the show-up specials. Oh, nice. At the AVN Awards, have you been out there for I've that? I've been out for the AVN Awards. I know. I, 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 my streak ended. I was the Lou Gehrig. And the, <laughs> I was Lou the Al Ripken Jr. of, of making consecutive appearances at the AVN Awards in Las Vegas. And it's always when the rodeo is going on. It's like this time of year. They have the AVN Awards, the electronic American Electronics Show. Right? They have all the latest technology. Right. And then they have the latest technology for adults, too, at the <laughs> AVN shows. It's unbelievable, man. Got to be a madhouse. So, so what else are we doing so, now? So when I took golf lessons, yep. you know, I, I was a baseball player, so you know, trying not to swing the golf club like a baseball bat. And I'm, you know, I'm doing okay, and, and my, uh, my mentor here is, is, was, was an older woman from the upper Midwest, and she just looked at me finally and said, Hey, Ted, the ball's not moving. Exactly right. <laughs> That's the and first thing you got to remember. It. The ball doesn't the move. The ball's not moving. It's sort of like when in the NBA, when it goes into like Michael Jordan. The right. ball doesn't move. The ball's move. not moving. The ball's not the moving to the other guy. <laughs> it's like Kevin Durant at Golden State. Uh, more you like give Carmelo him the ball Anthony. at the uh, last five, minute, five seconds of a game, the ball's not moving. No, absolutely not. No, it's it, like Carmelo Anthony. 37 points, no assists. <laughs> <laughs> Great night for Melo. It's basically it's him. like a true bitter, batter, broken New York Knicks. He's a Syracuse guy. I know, but, I know. You're, but that's why you like him, because you're a Syracuse guy? No, but we've been talking about Syracuse guys, so. Okay. <laughs> 37 points, uh, 19 of 43 from the field. Wait, you it's, like, uh, it's like him and Jerry Stackhouse when he first cracked in. Shoot the get hot, shoot yeah. the stay hot, Jerry Stackhouse. Volume shooter, baby. Do you have my uh, boarding pass already for my flight out of here? All right, we're going to squeeze him in now, because I'm out of time. Yeah, I banned him from the show. But he's lucky that I have the freedom to move about the country. <laughs> So I'm going to put the him Southwest? on now, even Come though on, I said please. I was banning him, because the show, we went over to, we're in overtime. Oh, we're way over. We're, we're, in, we're in penalty time. We're in injury time now. Now batting. Now batting. <laughs> Bringing up the rear of the program. Uncle Tony Bruno. Ian Fitzsimmons. What's your name now? Ian Fitzsimmons? Sure. How come you don't have red hair if your name is Fitzsimmons? Is that a real name? You asked me that 20 years ago. I know. I'm asking it again. I haven't I seen it. You've been ripping me for 20 minutes. Don't blame me. Blame Ivan. I mean, he's the one that sent me over to, to, uh, to Sirius. Well, Sirius is a major program, but I'm talking about if you're doing like, uh, if you're doing like Bridgeport, Connecticut radio ahead of me. <laughs> you know, if you're doing hey, like. Uh, 
Did you ever dream, right? Like I used to interview this guy coming up, right? I mean, it, this was my mentor right here. I mean, Uncle Tony and Chuck Wilson back in the day, man, and the Bruno Bash after a late Saturday night. Yep. Now, getting off the air at, what, 1 a.m.? Mm-hmm. Straight to Uncle Tony's room, and then we shut it down around 5. That's and if then, we didn't go to the casino first. Yeah, we used to make trips out oh, to Foxwoods. Oh, they lost money. Foxwoods and then Mohegan Sun, driving they, distance. They, like, we do they all you. night. We go gamble all night after being on the air all day. And and they miss you. They miss me. They miss all of us, baby. I miss the Blazing 7 machines in there. Those things were loose. Those babies were loose at 2 a.m. So I understand you were crushing me. No, I was, I, because I, you know, Holly, everybody came on, and then I said, where's Ian Fitzsimmons? He's supposed to come on. I was told at 10 Don't o'clock. blame me. Blame Ivan. <laughs> Ivan's the guy who put this together, and he said, I said, everybody's come on except Ian. I said, why? And then I get, well, he's got, he had to go somewhere else, and he's leaving, and he's not coming back. And I'm like, dude. Then when I did my whole radio. I'm get a text message pre- from you. Like, radio prima kids. donna. I pulled the, he's forever banned from this show. He's never getting on. If I was standing on a street corner with a megaphone, I wouldn't even acknowledge he passed by me. Ridiculous, man. So you're doing what? You're doing the Clemson you silence? Charles Barkley when we were, when I was producing you back in the day? I never I banned never wanna, I never want to speak to that man again. No, I speak to Charles all the time. He was my favorite I, guest. I'm just kidding. Now, you're doing the Clemson sideline now? I am. I am. I had him in the, uh, in the Fiesta Bowl. Let me tell you, Coach. Everyone talks about that Bama defense. Tony. That front four for Clemson in that game was, was different. I, that's the third time I had them this year. And they just had this different attitude about them. And I was told after halftime that Dabo Sweeney went in and challenged the defense going, we are not letting another team back in the game. It's happened against Virginia Tech. It happened against, you know, he goes, rattles off all these games. He goes, this game is on you. And they were, I mean, they would have eaten bark, right? I mean, they, they, they came out like crazed dogs. Woody Hayes almost ran out and grabbed the face mask. <laughs> he, was so, he was so fired up. <laughs> Going back to Ohio State Clemson. Exactly, you know, yes. So, I mean, that, that front was just different, man. Different. And, if that, and there's no doubt in my mind that that same attitude is going to be here tomorrow night. Everyone talks about that Bama defense. And Bowie. Bama's front four is pretty oh. strong. I mean, it's phenomenal. I mean, that, look. You call me coach? I did. I okay. call everybody coach. All right. Sky Cochran, you know, the insane strength coach for Alabama. I, I mean, think he trains Luigi Curto, one of our producers here. <laughs> and me, right? And you. I'm, just I'm self-punished, man. Self-punished. <laughs> so when, when, uh, when Tim Williams, I had Alabama, I had Alabama against uh, USC and LSU. And USC game, first game of the year. Tim Williams walks by, right? 56. I mean, just a specimen. I went, look at this human being. And Scotty Cochran looks at me and goes, Ain't he pretty? He's just pretty. I'm like, oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> wait, wait, what? Did you just call that guy? He goes, Specimen. That dude's just a, my boy's a specimen. <laughs> and they are, man. I mean, they are. 56 year old coach is a specimen. I'm a pretty good specimen for a guy in his 60s. Yeah, I remember you when you had the beard. Yeah. Back in the day. I still do it. And I let it now. go gray finally. I stopped doing the uh, Just for Men thing. It. Yeah, I wanted to go. I want to go natural. I'm going to go uh, big Papa Pump Scott Steiner. <laughs> I'm going to do that, but I got to get it to come down. I got to trim it in the middle and have it come down so, and do my big Papa Pump. Is he still alive, Scott Steiner, the big Papa Pump? I'm not 100% I sure. Can't keep let, track me, let, me these check, man. let me check. But I'm doing it naturally. Did you though. see Ric Flair, by the way, deadlift 400 pounds at 67 years old? No. Ric Flair deadlifted 400 at no 67 way. years old. Okay, yes. Tony, you better get moving. I know. What <laughs> happens? It's the holiday season. You eat all these desserts. Then you're eating, you know, you're eating bar food all the time. 
I was eating. But I was eating bar food and drinking. Both. There you go. But you yeah. still got the guns going. I mean, you're like working on in the basement, yeah, doing I'm a lot of housework. I'm not just a, I'm not just a guy who sits around. But you know what happens between Thanksgiving and New Year's? You're just eating a gazillion calories a day. Dude, you know, try September and, to New Year's for me, man. I'm on the road every weekend. Yeah. My wife looks at me going, "Really, really? Have you seen yourself naked? I mean, it's not a good look." At all. Has your wife seen you naked lately? Though? Not lately. Okay, I was going to say. Because it usually it's happens when you're season. married. Yeah, and when you're married after a few years, that's what happens. <laughs> 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 now, what? Do we go back to Birmingham? You weren't in Birmingham when I was there, were you? No, 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 no. I, I was well after you. But the first thing that you told me when I, when, when I got up to, uh, to work with you and Chuck on game night was, you know, I opened the BJCC. <laughs> I opened that building. <laughs> I'm going over the mountain. Is that Vulcan thing still there? <laughs> I didn't boast about that stuff. <laughs> no, no, not at all. And then, because and then, and you were killing me for being late one day, I got a speeding ticket. But remember the stork club, the, the little babysitting place? Yeah, yep. I get a speeding ticket in a, in a little in a school zone. I come in, and you, and you told me, you look at me and go, well, you're late again. You got to stop staring at your Jay Barker bobblehead on your dash. <laughs> Jay Barker, <laughs> that is great. Jay Barker, old school Alabama knowledge, right there. By the way, Scott Steiner is still alive, 54. Scott Steiner, yeah, I, th- I thought he was. He's got still the great, is. he's got the great uh, goat going. What do you call that? Uh, handlebars, right? But that's sure. a, no, handlebars a mustache. I don't think you. No, but it comes down. So it means when you when you when you clean out the middle of your goatee, it becomes a handlebar, right? No, the handlebar. What the is hell a, are you talking about? Yeah, I'm not talking about mustaches and goatees and 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 Scott Steiner's beard. A handlebar beard. is only a mustache. It's like when it goes really long and then it has the handle. Fu Manchu. That's what it is. Ah, the Fu Manchu's when it comes straight Where'd down. Where'd you get those glasses? At the dollar store. <laughs> the Dollar General. Didn't they have a bowl, the Dollar General bowl? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I think everybody got like $5 to go in there and splurge. All the players, you know, they, they got Dollar General. They got uh, gift coupon. cards at Belk. <laughs> at Belk, and then they got $450, and yeah. they went and shoplifted. The one dude, right? Yeah. What team was that? Arkansas. Arkansas's tight end, right? Hey, Jeremy Sprinkle. That is great now. Is he going to go in the first round? Sprinkle. Is he going in the first round? <laughs> <laughs> Don't care about. Are the Cowboys going to draft him to replace uh, their aging Jason Witten? <laughs> He's got a high motor tone. So. He does have a high motor. Right. What about he, his catch ratings? <laughs> <laughs> He's got a quick twitch. <laughs> All right, this show's going off the rails now. There's a shot. The players are emerging from the tunnel. And we vowed today that we will not. I've got to go bet on this game. Well, no, Did we, you we bet we, on it yet? yet? We're an hour overtime already. I know. Everybody. I took Miami with the points. Let's bet Both till your hands today. bleed, ladies and gentlemen. Bet till your hands bleed. <laughs> <laughs> Paper cuts, man, just flying off. There it is. Throwing out the hundos. I got <laughs> your hands bleed. You, you know, Luigi. I got bruises on my hands, man. Are you kidding me? <laughs> Until you bleed? That's the greatest line ever. Bleed. I know Randy Galloway. That's what Randy Galloway saying. You man. see me at the track. I'm over like, cut me, Mick. I can't see out here. I'm just pushing <laughs> buttons. <laughs> just I'm just pushing buttons. Keep throwing out those hundos, baby. Paper cuts That's all our over buddy Scott Sterner right there. He's the guy who keeps betting until he bleeds. There you He's go. He's throwing out the hundos. Hey, man, chase that money. You'll get it. You'll get it. It's great to see you, man. It's great hey, to man. talk to you. Always. There, and he's got a real know. southern accent, too. He doesn't have to put it on like I do. Now, what was, uh, what was it that Tom said yesterday when he called in? Great gambler. Uh, he said. Tom Schneider? Tom Schneider. He said that. There's no uh, such thing as great gamblers. No. Okay, well. Lucky uh, gambler. He says you don't. You don't uh, what's the there line about, about money? Your yeah, money? You don't, like a, you don't. A gambler and his money are. No, no, no. There's something about you don't. 
You don't. Uh, no, I can't remember. My brain dead. I'm shocked. Can we tell the Mark Grace story when he was our NLCS analyst from back in the day? Uh, the one question you wanted to ask about slump busters. Hey! About slump busters. Fresh I was. I, that's the kind of journalism we employed back then. Mark Grace was playing, still playing for the Cubs, right? Back in the day, '96 when they when they remember one. And I said, Mark. And I actually asked him on the air. Did I not ask him this on the air? I believe so. So, Mark, when you go into a slump, as all great hitters do, I said, what do you do? He says, you go out and you find a fat chick. You can't say that now, but I'm going, I'm, this is, I'm quoting, what I'm quoting, you know, busy, 90s. Man. This is 90s now when you can busy. say that This stuff. is an actual quote? This yeah. is Mark yeah. Grace. And he says, you go out. 1998 to be exact. 1998. You can say this stuff and not get fired. And he said, yeah, we go out and look for a fat chick. And that was our slump buster. And the I'm next night when we go out to the plate, we'd be hitting 300 again. And that's, that's not my story. I would never say anything like that. And what's the, line, what's the gambling line that uh, Mr. Schneider had yesterday? John Schneider. Not John Schneider. Tom. Tom, Tom Schneider. Schneider. John Schneider, John of course. John Schneider was Bo Duke, wasn't he? Exactly that's right. We were right. talking about that. No, a gambler's money is never yours. Or, well, I forget what it was. It's a great story, Tony. No, I, yeah, wait, wait, I don't know. Wait, wait, 15 people who heard it. I'm the only one who has to come remember it. I don't remember anything. I don't remember what we had for dinner last night. Am I supposed to remember all the quotes from the 72,000 people we've had in here? You have smoked yourself. And finally I showed up. Exactly. And I thought Schneider was the superintendent on one he day. He was. Pat, the, the late, great Pat Harrington. We broke that down yesterday. <laughs> can you remember any Schneiders can you remember? How many Schneiders can you remember? Tom Schneider. No, that's Schneider. Schneider. <laughs> S-C-H-N-I-E-D-E-R. Oh, <laughs> Uncle Tony, I love you, man. Love you, too. Now, get out of here. I'm leaving. Ian Fitzsimmons. Go. Football Sunday on Let's ESPN Radio. 25-year anniversary. <laughs> Where were you? A look back. <laughs> there you go. It's, this has like been the, the uh, this is your life, or the, your lack of life, I think, that as we, we got to go It's unbelievable, older. man. Beautiful. All right. We got to get out of here, because I got to watch football. Yes, we, gotta we do. We got to break down, break it down scientifically. We got so many people to thank. All the great guests who come on. The people here at the Marriott, Waterside, and Marina. This is going to be a long uh, final wrap-up here, Louise. I hope this movie will have an extended version of this. I got a loop rolling. Okay, home. load roll that thing. We got to thank uh, Dave Bayan, the IT guy here at the Marriott Waterside, helping us with all the technical stuff. Ivan Sikalski, I thank him, even though he's, he gets guests on 15 other shows before he brings them over to me. I'll still thank him. He coordinated this whole audio avenue, right? Scott, what's his last name? Sterner. I know. He's busting his chest. He's not paying attention. <laughs> Scott Sterner, of course. Pantomonium.com. No, you stare right at him. He knows who he's talking to. If you want the greatest in personalized and be cool at the same time and it feels comfortable stuff, you go to Pantomonium.com. They will make, they'll design it for you. You can design your own logo. Whatever you need, they will take care of you, and it's great stuff. For men and women. Exactly. And I, I'm they, not wearing the skinny ones. Uh, the, the women cut has a skinny pant, too, which is awesome. I need to wear, start wearing skinny jeans again. <laughs> I can't wear skinny jeans. My, my knot's too thick. Yeah, can't me neither. Me too. And we got my knots, my knots are too thick. <laughs> and all of our great sponsors, of course. Joy Joy watches. The watches, they display the stuff. The interchangeable faces, they're... They're water resistant to 30 meters. They're a patented interchangeable silicone watch band, and you can take the band and use any kind of band you want. Gazillion, gazillion different bands. And of course, guys have become good friends now because we've been hanging out with them all weekend. The great Robert Campos, not the guy from Campos' uh, cheesesteaks in Philly, 
I don't think he's related. Are you related to Campos cheesesteaks in Philly? They, they're really good. Robert Campos and his wife, Tiger. Great job with the Putter Buddy. Go to putterbuddy.com, the buddy you can lean on. It'll train you, help you chip and putt, keep your wrist from hinging or breaking, and it helps hold your clubs on the, on the green, too. You don't have to worry about your grips getting wet, your cigar getting wet. Or losing the club. Your ball getting, well, your ball can get wet, but you can wipe it off with a towel right Correct. there. Because nobody wants wet balls. I mean, nobody got time for that, Tom. And you can use it as an alignment rod, too, on the driving range. Because you got to line it up. Line it up, Chris. That's right. Because that's what I'm about to do. Putter buddy, you got to get one. And, of course, the great golf grips, too. Yeah, Showtime grips. Uh, they're customizable. Uh, they have, like, uh, it's, it's like a... It's a sticky s- thing. Without any kind of sticky mess, without stickum, you want to have a yeah. good. You don't want to let the club fly out of your hand unless you throw it accidentally or on purpose, like I do. You want to hold on to that thing and wave it majestically in the air, <laughs> like you just don't care after you drop that chip in for the bird. And don't and forget walk off. golf Masters life as champion. well. And golf life. Showtime grips. Showtime grips. Yeah, we got we got Showtime Grips. We're all done, and thank you guys so much for tuning in while we have been doing these special three-day shows, and hopefully we can get more of these to you. Mm-hmm. Uh, we'll be back we... Wednesday night, though, and back in Philly with our next podcast live. Can I can I finally say something I've been waiting to say that a lot of people have never been able to say? Go ahead. I'm going to Disney World, man. You're damn right. <laughs> I'm going to Disney World. Luigi Curto, you survived three days in Tampa, Florida. What are you going to do now? I'm going to Disney World. Exactly right. I'm going to Disney be World. Be careful out there. Don't drink and drive. Don't don't text and drive, and God bless. And Dean Egner, of course. You can follow him on Twitter, Dean Egner. He is a, he just does everything great, man. He's a great friend. And don't forget to download and follow the audio podcast on all of your favorite podcasts. And apps. share this uh, Tony Bruno show live on Facebook with the millions and millions of friends. And, of course, uh, DuPont Registry and all those great folks who uh, treated us so well down here in Tampa. We'll see you on Wednesday night. You're listening to the Tony Bruno Show. We hope you'll make this a weekly visit. Come back soon. The Home Depot Days of Doing Bath and Kitchen event is going on now with everything you need to let the savings flow, like the Moen Genta 4-inch faucet in brushed nickel finish for just 99 bucks. It combines a contemporary modern design with a spot-resistant finish for a beautifully clean look in your bathroom. Today is the day for doing and stylish updates at the Home Depot Days of Doing Bath and Kitchen event going on now. The Home Depot. More saving. More doing. Offer valid through October 5th while supplies last. Hi, it's Jamie, progressive number one, number two employee. Leave a message at the... Hey, Jamie, it's me, Jamie. This is your daily pep talk. I know it's been rough going ever since people found out about your acapella group, Mad Harmony, but you will bounce back. I mean, you're the guy always helping people find coverage options with the Name Your Price tool. It should be you giving me the pep talk. Now get out there, hit that high note, and take Mad Harmony all the way to nationals this year! Sorry, it's pitchy. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.